Welcome to Help the Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. Just a heads up, this podcast might very well include adult situations and language, so if you're a child, or if you just don't like hearing that kind of thing, please plug your ears now. But also keep listening. Life is a paradox. Enjoy! And welcome to Helpful Goat Gaming Presents Big Queer Orcs. I am Adam Lover. My pronouns are he, him, his. And I am the media manager of Helpful Goat Gaming, as well as Burbage Kemp in The Fates of Wren and Connie B. Demure in Doms and, Doms and Dragons. It's another stream entirely. Um, in Dom and Dragons, that latter of which features none other than Dominic Monaghan. Lord of the Rings and Lost, just saying. Um, not a dominatrix. Uh, but tonight, <laughs> I am your fully confident game master because this is my third time GMing, and I think we're going to be fine. <clears throat> Hopefully, we'll see. Uh, no matter what, I'm going to try my best, and uh, the players are going to be awesome, and we're just going to have a queer old time. How does that sound, everybody? Yay! Yay! That was pretty good. Yay! Yay! You're asking us to be excited. I got the cue. Yes, good. Thank you. I am happy. <laughs> it is your birthday. Yes. Right. Hooray. So um, before we get started with the game tonight, I do want to say something um, here at the top. We are playing Big Queer Orcs tonight in celebration of Pride Month. In fact, um, all of the players tonight, myself included, are members of the LGBTQIA plus community, uh, which is pretty cool if you ask me. Um, I think a great thing about pride and about queerness in general um, is that it pushes us not just to think about identity, right? <clears throat> um, what it means, what it entails, but also to honor and celebrate uh, the kind of infinite diversity of identities all around us. Um, identity is complicated and intersectional and uh, by all accounts, uh, in my opinion, should be just a lot of fun uh, to navigate and to just explore. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that tragically not all identities are treated equally uh, by society. And so uh, we at Helpful Goat um, think it's important to acknowledge that fact and to acknowledge uh, the injustices that <laughs> marginalized groups face on a daily basis. Uh, tech gremlins are making me laugh during the <laughs> most serious part <laughs> of the stream. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, and, and and part of it is that you all cannot see Galway's face, where it, it just lit up in panic <laughs> when uh, Monty's. Um, what did, what was the result of that? I still show up as everything's fine, right? Oh no, Laron is showing up as Monty. Everybody, oh, we're gonna. That looks better. Sorry, just doing that resetting thing again. We're fine. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Nothing happened. We literally okay. can't do anything about it. It's fine. Galway will... Uh... Oh, no. D does it automatically revert then when they hop back on, Galway? Oh, awesome. Yeah, we're... It's... Uh, 
This is perfect, guys, because identity is complicated. <laughs> and sometimes the line between Laurent and Monty gets blurred <laughs> and they switch places. And that's what I'm talking about. It happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but uh, in all seriousness, um, uh, it, it's important to, to us as Helpful Goat, um, as, a, as a community, um, to acknowledge um, the many uh, grave injustices um, that marginalized groups face on a daily basis. That is why we make a point to celebrate uh, pride each year. Um, it's why we use our platform to say that Black Lives Matter and to share resources and uh, links to organizations dedicated to racial justice. Uh, by the way, you can type exclamation point BLM and exclamation point donate in the Twitch chat to get those links. Um, highly recommend that you, that you do that. Um, and it's why we have to really grapple with the fact that we rely on a platform like Twitch, <clears throat> which, uh, you know, there's a lot of problematic behavior around racism sexual assault and harassment here on Twitch. Uh, and that led this past week to us canceling our Wednesday night uh, Dom and Dragons stream in support of a, a Twitch blackout uh, that was trying to draw attention to those issues and uh, encourage Twitch to address them as a company. Um, so all of that is to say Helpful Goat is a community that cares about these issues. Uh, we try our best to engage with them proactively and constructively, and we invite all of you to do the same. Uh, like I said, you can type those commands, BLM, and donate into the Twitch chat to see how you can support the cause of racial justice. Um, if you are white, think about the very real differences between your daily lived experience and those of black people and other people of color. Uh, if you're straight or cisgender, think about how it might feel to inhabit a queer body and a queer identity while walking around in the world. Um, and if you've never been a victim of sexual assault or harassment, uh, try to consider just how harmful and devastating it would be to be on the receiving end of those sorts of attacks. Um, I promise you that thinking critically about these things will make you more empathetic, more open-minded, and more kind, um, all of which are traits that the world needs more of now more than ever. Good? Good. All right. Be excited, everybody. Everybody. I am excited. So that was beautiful. I don't know how I'm gonna be an idiot now. That's just yeah, how how could we be idiots now? Yeah. After that. I'll manage. Oh, it's very easy. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of the helpful goat MO is we uh, we play games not as an escape from the real world, but as an extension of it. So here we are, we're gonna be idiots, we're gonna have a good time. As you can see, and as you just heard, I am not alone tonight. I'm joined by our cast of players, as well as their characters, which I did pre-roll with each of them one-on-one -on -one earlier this week. Um, their roles, secrets, motivations, and relationships were determined entirely by the dice, so that's fun. Players, <clears throat> as I introduce you, say hello to chat, and please share with us your and your character's preferred pronouns, uh, as well as any other information that you feel like sharing with us right now. First up. <laughs> Thank you. All right, that's, wait, was that KT? Yes. That's your job now. Um, first up, it's we have- to block you out. <laughs> Nobody can hear you again. It's perfect. 
<laughs> Please, somebody do that to me while we're playing. Please. Sure. Uh, first up, we have the community moderator slash human resources guru for Helpful Goat Gaming. Uh, she plays Stormbringer in the Fates of Rin and Elif Fire in Dom and Dragons. Lena, tonight playing the brutal master weaponsmith, Umug. Hi, I'm Lena. My pronouns are she, her, hers. Um, and I'm playing Umug tonight, whose pronouns are also she, her, hers. And she is an asexual, bisexual cis woman. Awesome. Um, interesting note, and I, I just want to foreground this um, now, since this is like a pride thing. And it was kind of an interesting, interesting note. Um, Lena had originally kind of uh, decided that Umug would be pansexual, asexual. And then she messaged me today asking like, oh, can I change that to bisexual? Because I kind of like, I, I like kind of reminding people that bisexual doesn't mean just being attracted to two genders, uh, but that it means being attracted to both your one's own gender and uh, individuals not of your own gender. Correct, yes. Um, which uh, I, is something I agree with. And so, yeah, that was a, a last minute change, but I totally support it. Uh, you may recognize our next player as having appeared as the adorable and tough tabaxi guard Boo in the tier one shot, The Raging Storm. Yep. Uh, you may also know them for all their incredible character art, including the official uh, art of the characters in our Dominant Dragons campaign. Monty, tonight playing the pious axe thrower sergeant, Harumph. Yeah, that's me. Uh, I'm Monty, as you just said. I use uh, them, uh, they, their pronouns. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm gonna be harumph, and we'll see how uh, how that goes. I haven't really decided what sexuality they are. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're gonna use they them, and maybe he him pronouns. I don't really know yet. I'm just gonna feel them out a little bit, you know. Oh my god, I love that voice. Monty was Monty was like worried about being offensive with the voice. I just want to get a little bit of practice in before we actually start. I'm no. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, next, we have a new friend of Helpful Goat Gaming. This is his first time playing with us, and we are thrilled to have him here. You can catch his videos on geek and nerd culture on his YouTube page, Redis101. Laron Redis, tonight playing the fearless master weaponsmith, Majug. Hi there. My name is Laron. Uh, he, him, his. Uh, and I play uh, Majug who is also he, him, his, uh, bisexual. And uh, just trying to figure out how we're going to get out of this mess. <laughs> that um, is hot. My God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was hot. Yes. <clears throat> um, <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, we are also joined by another new friend of Helpful Goat Gaming, who we are thrilled to be playing with tonight, AJ playing the pious beast speaker, Wooglot. Hi, thank you. I am Wooglot. Um, I was actually trying to say Wooglot a lot earlier today, just so I remember his name, and I kept thinking Nougat. <laughs> Nougat. <laughs> so that's how I'm going to remember my name. I can be your name if you choose. You can change Nougat. <laughs> um, I go by he, hims. Um, you can call me anything you want, though. You can call me daddy if you want. 
Um, <laughs> well, we already have a daddy in Helpful Goats. Her name's Rachel. No, but you can be daddy too. Um, I am a super homosexual, homoerotic orc. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Thank you, AJ. And our last two players are dear, dear friends of mine who appeared in both Big Gay Orcs and last Halloween's The Burbs 2019. <laughs> <laughs> they are very special guests, as always, from another very fun D&D podcast, Pork Fried Dice. Uh, you should check it out because it's like it's just exactly like you're sitting at a table with friends playing D&D, and it is awesome. Um, first, <clears throat> they played Kilnash in Big Gay Orcs, Gus Henry in The Burbs 2019, uh, they appeared in three versions of D&D Experiment in our Ghosts and Dragons podcast feed. And, of course, they play Will on Pork Fried Dice. KT, tonight playing the heartless omen scryer, Big Hug. That is right. Now I don't know what to say because you said all my names and stuff, but I guess <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I am KT. I go by they, them pronouns. Uh, and Big Hug is uh, a cis man, he, him, pansexual. Hell yeah. Hell or yeah. bisexual, I guess, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> Identity, right? It's, like, it's right. complicated. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And yeah. fun. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> oh, labels. Um, thank you, <laughs> Katie. And finally, he played Duroth in Big Gay Orcs, Chamey in The Burbs 2019, and is the DM on the podcast for Pride Dice. Eric, tonight playing, well, you'll see. Eric, what do you want to say about your pronouns and your character? Um, well, my pronouns are he, him, his, as are my characters are he, him, his. Um, and uh, my character identifies as... Uh, or their sexuality is pansexual. And I think we'll just leave the identity part a mystery for now. Do you want to tell us his name at least? Or oh, it? sure. Uh, well, if you look at his name, <laughs> you would assume his name is Nar. But in fact, his name is Gnarrer. <laughs> That's only because I added an R to the name and Eric is giving me shit about it. I'm not giving you shit. Look, we're riffing. That's how it works. <laughs> I was inspired by your extra R, and I took it to heart, and I rolled with it. That's D and D, man. That's D and D, man. That's hot. D and D, baby. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody. Those are our players tonight. Everybody, get excited again. <laughs> Yay! Can we stop now? This is the. This is ridiculous because the next thing I have to say is now just a few announcements before we get started with tonight's game. I, I'm so sorry. I just, these are important things to kind of put out there before we dive into the story. Um, first, Big, Big Queer Orcs is a sequel that takes place several years after the events of our 2019 playthrough of Big Gay Orcs. Uh, you do not have to have listened to Big Gay Orcs to enjoy tonight's game. Um, although it is a sequel, it is also a standalone story in its own right. That being said, if after tonight you would like to go back and listen to last year's game, you can find it on YouTube or in our podcast feed, Helpful Goat Presents. Um, Big Gay Orcs 
is a one-page role-playing game written by Grant Howitt. Uh, tonight's game is inspired by Grant's system, adapted from it. From it. Uh, some of it is the same. Some of it I have tweaked. Uh, Big Gay Orcs and the rest of Grant's RPGs are all tons of fun, and you can check them out and support Grant at his Patreon page, patreon.com slash gshowitt. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash g-s-h-o-w-i-t-t. Um, as I mentioned, Helpful Goat Gaming streams multiple D&D and other tabletop campaigns here on Twitch. Uh, you can find those campaigns on YouTube or in our two podcast feeds, Goats and Dragons and Helpful Goat Presents. We are affiliate here on Twitch, uh, which means you are able to cheer and subscribe to us. Uh, furthermore, if you have Amazon Prime, you are able to subscribe to us for free through Twitch Prime. Uh, it's super easy to link those accounts and get that set up. Thank you so much to those who do subscribe and follow the channel. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you like what you're seeing tonight, uh, tell your friends. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or join our Discord server by typing exclamation point Discord in the Twitch chat. Uh, we would love to have you as part of our community, um, so please do get in touch. Now! <laughs> was my was that that scary that I scared Lena off of <laughs> Yes. It's, it's okay. Just keep pretend I'm not here. I mean, don't pretend I'm not here. Pretend I'm not doing things. She's talking right now. <laughs> All right. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, let's begin tonight's game of Big Queer Orcs or A Thousand More Orchid Blossoms, A Hope Story. Ooh. Big Queer Orcs, Big Queer Orcs, oh, Big Queer Orcs. <laughs> Big queer orcs, big queer orcs, big queer orcs. <laughs> big queer orcs, big queer orcs, big queer orcs. Big queer orcs, big queer orcs, big. Big queer orcs. Big, 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 big queer orcs. This is a sequel. The first one was called Big Gay Orcs. This one's queer instead. <laughs> All the players are queer slash LGBT. Okay, I'm gonna end the song now. Let's just play the game Big Queer Orcs. Da 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 da. Here we go. We're just gonna play the game. Okay, yeah, right. I'm just gonna turn this off. Big Queer Orcs. That was beautiful, Adam. Oh, I was oh. truly for that. beautiful. I was, I was really magnificent. Hoping. I was so hoping so hard you were going to sing another yes. one. Yes. Yes. I've been singing the original like all day. <laughs> Play it again. Like three days straight. <laughs> all right, here we go. One more time. Um, Grant Howick himself has heard the theme song. He tweeted at me last night saying, "I when I tweeted, like, we're playing Big Bear Orcs, he was like, I hope to hear another beautiful rendition of the yeah. Yeah. He remembers you. <laughs> he, which he has, which he has uh, decided as the author of the game, it is the official theme song of Big Gay Orcs. <gasps> yes. Mm -hmm. How about that? I remember that. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> His music playing. Yes. 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 You are not a champion amongst orcs. 
All the champions you knew are dead. They fought bravely and fiercely in defense of the last standing orc fortress, Shrala, and ultimately died grisly and heroic deaths. You did not. Instead, you were captured, which, needless to say, you're not feeling all that great about. You see, in the war between the elves and the orcs, it's either kill or be killed. And to be captured instead of killed, well, not only is that the coward's way out, it's just delaying the inevitable. If this is to be your last night alive, and by all accounts it seems to be, then better to go out fighting than to sit around, chained, in a cell in a dungeon underneath the enemy's fort. The sun is setting, the enemy has won, there is no hope. You think of the life you've spent alongside the other orcs that were captured with you here in the elf fortress, Enor. You could tell them how you really feel here at the end of everything. But what would be the point? That's so depressing. Mm -hmm. But I promise you, this is not as depressing as big gay orcs, where you <laughs> start out with some hope and then run out of it over the course of the game. Dungeon sounds. Clank, clank. <laughs> <laughs> now you all are chained rather securely in two adjacent cells in the dungeon underneath the elf fortress Enor. The last you heard, your fortress Shralak was indeed among the last remaining orc fortresses in the war. You've heard some strange tales of orchid blossoms peering out of thin air, somehow devouring entire troops on both sides of the fight, but. You haven't seen anything like that yourself. And as far as you can tell, the war has been won by the enemy. You begin with zero hope, which is fitting, because hope, well, let's face it, hope hurts. The more dire things get and the more certain your defeat is, the more difficult and painful hope becomes. You have each accepted that you are going to die a captive's and thus a coward's death. So let's hope nothing starts going right for you. Because if it does, well, you're fucked. By which I mean you're not fucked. Which uh, sucks, because it's easier to just be fucked once and for all. You know, get it? Got it? Good. <clears throat> but, death aside, you're also contemplating your feelings toward the orcs around you. They might be feelings of friendship and a desire for emotional intimacy. They might be feelings of outright loathing or fear that your deepest, most devastating secret will be discovered by them, or they might be feelings of romantic or even sexual attraction. The nature of those feelings and what you do with them, if anything, are up to you. That being said, as always, let's uh, all bear in mind that Twitch has some guidelines about sexually suggested content, <laughs> so let's please be tasteful. Metaphors, got it. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get started. I want to kind of, we can set the scene. I'm going to go through, again, Katie, remind us again of your character's name, role, and reputation, and then describe what you might be doing or feeling or whatever as you're sitting chained in the enemy's dungeon. You and Gnar -er are chained in, and in, uh, uh, imprisoned in a cell with Wuglot. Um, so okay. that's kind of okay. where you're at right now. <clears throat> um. Should I describe my orc? Like, were we supposed? To, I have like a hell yeah. Okay. In, in thirty words or less. 
Oh shit, Adam, you know me. What the fuck? Give up. That's what I say. No. Uh, all right. Um, all right. So Big Hug is kind of like a, a very broad orc. He's kind of short. Shut up. Counting words. He's not even talking. I just told him to shut up. But um, all right. So so Big Hug is is a is a broad orc. He's kind of kind of stocky. He's a little shorter than a a, a regular. I guess. It's a regular average, <laughs> a regular one. That's a normie, normie. Damn it! All right. Um, he has like short, choppy hair. He has like two braids that are kind of wrapped around his head, around that short, choppy hair. Uh, he has kind of grayish skin, and he has these brownish kind of streaks across his chest, and um, some kind of like claw marks a little bit. Um. He, uh, let's see, what else do I have? He's wearing like a necklace with like, they're made of like fine ropes and maybe some like bear claws and shit on there. Um, hey. Bear claws and shit. <laughs> yeah, they're donuts, all right? No, no, yeah, no, no, like actual bear claws. Um, and I think I'm sitting there chained. I think I think I have a, a, a bag with me and, and and I, I don't know, like I'm looking at you because we kind of talked about this, but I don't know if we said that to Adam, but like I, I have a bag with me that has a, a like a sizable like a sack. shape inside, like, yeah, like a sack. Yeah. Okay. And I, I'm just kind of, you know, I'm just kind of sitting there. I may be peeking in the bag if I can't, if I'm chained, am I chained by my hands or my wrists or, or just legs or? Um, you all are uh, uh, chained both kind of legs and arms uh, uh, and wrists. Uh, but can way, we move or no? Oh, okay. You can move a little bit. Yeah. But not a lot. Okay. I was wondering if I can look in the bag at all or no. Like that's. Uh, well, I, are you holding the? Are you yeah, holding like the bag? A, the bag is on me. Like I'm wearing the. Yeah, bag. you have. You're yeah. not like handcuffed per se. You're just yeah. kind of stuck to chains. All of you are are uh, chained to chains that then are kind of like. <laughs> I've seen this in movies and I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> Robin like, Hood men in tights? Yeah, is it like the chain that goes through everyone's legs, like around yeah, everyone, at the same time? Yeah, where you need yeah, like that. strength of feet? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah. All right. But so yeah, um, you can. Uh, you have a you have a bag. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can go through that if you. Uh, I'm just yeah, I'm just kind of looking in it, like seeing if just checking something. And I close it again. I'm just grunting. <clears throat> No, I'm depressed. Yeah, about it. Yeah, that's that's rough. It's a depressing yeah. spot we're all in. Um, okay, I was gonna have Eric go next, but you can ask maybe. me what I'm doing. Yeah, what's what's your deal? <laughs> um, well, I'm just staring into the darkness, the complete <laughs> darkness, the sometimes intermittent darkness, and I've got something caught in my teeth. I'm trying to get it out with my tongue. Okay, cool. All right, very interesting. Because, yeah, the cells, what's interesting, right, is that the cells that you're all in are kind of, are lit. So um, it's interesting, right, that, I don't know where Gnar -er is, but uh, he's, he's, in the, he's in darkness. I don't it's know. very dark. Maybe it's, just, maybe it's just that's how dark my soul is right now <laughs> with, with the, the lack of hope that I have, sure. that everybody, everything just appears so poetic. inkily black. It's beautiful. Yeah, that, that resonates. 
Um, You're playing the My Chemical Romance card now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have no idea how much eyeliner I'm wearing right now. It's disgusting. Uh, Luron, please introduce your character again um, and tell us how you are handling being locked up with uh, Big Hug and uh, Ganara, apparently. Right. So. Or no, sorry. You're, you're sorry. You're Wrong locked cell. up with a rumpf. You need to and... turn to nougat. <laughs> you were locked up with Harumph and Umug. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Majug, uh, pretty muscular, uh, about 9% body fat. So the abs aren't necessarily showing, but mm. considering it's still it's still presentable. It's still very it's still very intimidating. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Bad bod. Bad bod. Uh, <laughs> if he usually he usually walks around with the the open vest. It's usually mm. blue. Uh, been in the shell for a while, so it's pretty muddy by now. Don't know if they always care about our hygiene. More than likely theirs, but not ours. Uh, haven't brushed my teeth. In three weeks, so I'm a bit paved. Uh, black hair down to my shoulders, a couple of braids on either side. Uh, usually I'm sitting down because there's not really that much to do in this bloody cell. Uh, legs folded, sometimes arms crossed, just trying to just trying to contemplate whether or not I saw a rat or a cockroach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At this point, I can't tell the difference anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. It's Oof. all protein. <laughs> it's all protein. True. All right, thank you, Laron. Awesome. Um, AJ, uh, your character's name, current activities, um, and uh, sure. And also, it's hel- it's helpful, right? KT, your uh, big hug is the heartless omen scryer. Yes. Gnar has something of his own going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laron is you. Uh, you uh, uh, Majug is fearless. Yeah, yeah, fearless, uh, fearless master weapon smith. Awesome. And AJ, yeah, what's your character's name, role, reputation, and what are you up to? Um. Well, my name is Wuglot. Um. I am a pious beast speaker. Um, so I guess I talk to animals, I would assume. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, I am chained up like everyone else. I am approximately six foot two, uh, lean build, uh, probably wearing some black shorts and, uh, maybe, uh, maybe a ripped crop top. Am I describing a club? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The latest hottest club is the Elven Fortress and Nor. <laughs> it has everything. The yes. remnants of a long-fought war. <laughs> yes. Fantastic cocktails. I was probably jailed because uh, they noticed my fake ID. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, I have kind of uh, medium wavy hair. Uh, three very large uh, scars on my arm, kind of like a scratch scar. 
my arm. Uh, I have a fanny pack with me that they somehow allowed me to take into the jail cell. Yeah, they would have. Uh, the elves would have taken anything useful from that fanny pack. But if there are any <laughs> quirky, weird things that they they might have seen them and just been like, "What the fuck is your deal?" I'm not I'm touching that. You keep them. <laughs> um, and basically, right now, I'm kind of just sitting, looking around the cell. Um, I'm actually probably staring at Umag a little bit. Um. So. This so you are locked up with I not... Big Hug and Gnar. Oh, Gnar! You might not see Gnar right now, but so there is a wall kind of separating you from if you look Harumph, Umug, and Majuk for now. Hold on, let me see this. Oh wait, okay, I got it. I'm staring at. I'm staring at Narg. Narg. Oh, Gnar. No. What? No. I mean, I don't mean to say no, you're not. Well, uh, let's just uh, unbury the, the lead here. That's not how that phrase works. Um, Gnar is in in Big Hug's sack. Correct. Um, in his sack? In his sack. The first metaphor of the night, everybody. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, AJ, according to my uh, GM table of relationships I think you might be staring at Big Hug oh you know what I am yeah 100% <laughs> oh. Oh. I didn't think you were staring at me but hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no you're right what is the nature of this stare I mean I've never seen anyone like them before so but I give them a stare down you know yeah all right Cool. Uh, love it, love it. Uh, okay, and uh, Monty, same questions for you. Right, well, up until this very moment, I had not thought about what I looked like. You don't, uh, I, I want to be clear, you do not have to describe no. your character. Yeah. Like you can describe your look like no, it's okay. An orc. <laughs> yeah, I am orc. Um, tusks and hair. No, I, I think I'm maybe a little bit shorter than the normal orc everyone seems to be really tall i'm maybe on the shorter size but i have a lot of bulk and it's 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 muscle and fat i'm not lean i'm i'm not gonna lie uh i got a bit of a <laughs> i'm soft i'm cuddly Aww. you know huggable <laughs> um very very old man rugby player i guess um hot what an australian reference very hot <laughs> <laughs> You guys have rugby, right? That's a thing. Yes, we it's know. a thing. It's not a very popular thing, but it's a thing. Well, it, yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's sort of rugby player, but like re just retired rugby player, uh, and he's got uh, very dark skin, uh, dark gray skin with um, thick um, dreadlocks, kind of tied up in a messy bun, um, and yeah, just chilling. I'm probably bouncing my leg and, and counting the stones or the bricks on the wall over and over again. Mm. Um, and probably talking as much as possible, even though nobody's probably talking back, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm just talking to nothing. Um, and Harumph is a, a pious... Uh, uh, yes. Thrower sergeant. Yeah, uh, yeah, a, a pious axe thrower sergeant, yes. Yep. Nice. All right, and finally, Lena, 
what is your deal? Um, I'm going to flag that as soon as I finish this, I'm going to close Discord and get back in because I'm still freezing a ton. But I want to hear everyone's introductions first. Um, but so Umag is kind of sitting against the wall, trying to scoot away from Harumph as much as possible. She's a relatively average height um, orc woman. She's got green gray skin. She's got little tusks because they're adorable. That's not why she, that's why, that's not why she has them. She just grew them naturally, but also they're adorable. Um, Her hair is pulled back in a really severe black French braid. um, And she's got like cheekbones that could cut a bitch. Um, And she just scowls most of the time at her rump. And whenever her rump is talking, oh, Umag's a, um, I'm interrupting myself. <laughs> Umag's a brutal um, master weaponsmith. Um, and whenever her is talking, Umag goes, God, will you just shut up? Could you shut up? I just really wish you'd shut the fuck up now. And her own, like, her own I, just keeps really? talking on top. What terrible like, luck do I have to get stuck in a cell with no, you? I, this is the I worst. don't know. You thrown in after me. I was here first, you know. But it doesn't matter. Look, what I was saying. We all got you. here at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and like, they could have put me in with the weird people with the bag, well, and instead I'm here oh, with. That ain't nothing around me. Look. That doesn't matter. Look, what I was saying before, okay, if you want to get the cauldron nest and height, you got to get the coals going first, right? It's a two-step process. I literally don't know what you're talking about, Harumph, and my thing just froze again, so I can't even hear you. Okay, we'll move on from this conversation. Point is, we're, we're bickering, but Harumph doesn't actually know that it's bickering. They think they're just, like, talking back and forth, and they're, they're fine. Right. Okay. Nice. Okay, cool. I'm going to restart Discord. I'll be right back. Go for it. Awesome. Hopefully that helps. Um, all right. Thank you so much for those introductions and beautiful descriptions and already the the, the, the beginnings of role play and interactions. Fucking awesome. I love it. So happy. Oh god, he just came. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphors. Uh, oh right. wait, shoot, I'm supposed to, it's live and Twitch and stuff. I don't do this stuff, guys. <laughs> guys, watch out. <laughs> it's okay. I once had Burbage come on a flower. So oh, yeah. that is true. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> um, all right. So, yes, you have been in these cells for almost uh, 24 hours now. Mm. And what's really weird is that you have not seen or heard anyone, mm. either guards or other prisoners, since you were locked up. It has been strangely silent. And, um, that kind of adds to whatever feelings of unease you might be feeling right now. Um, it should not be this silent uh, during a war, even if it has just been won, even if it's after the war. Like, like you know, there should be celebration, there should be business happening, uh, but there isn't any. It's sort of strange. Um, so now, what would you all like to do? I will point out that in the cells... Uh, Majug, Rumpf, and Umug. Lena, welcome back. Thank you. In, I was about to say that in your cell, um, so you said you were kind of trying to scooch away from Harumph. Um, As you do that, you are definitely scooching over onto this uh, skeleton. Your mm. feet are kind of grazing up against the skeleton that's in your cell. 
Um, and both cells have uh, these little, I guess what would be co like called like toilets or wash basins or something. Those are very different. <laughs> They're extremely different. What do we want them to be? The Can one? we have both? Can we have a no. toilet and a wash basin? No. Why? So, no, so one why? cell has a toilet, the other Karumpf, cell has the wash basin. Exactly. In Mugrump and Umug cell, that is a wash basin. And in Wuglat, Big Hug, and Gnar cell, that is a toilet. Hmm. I'm glad to be in this cell yeah. then. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the toilet is perfectly head shaped. <laughs> okay. Just saying. <laughs> Great. Mm -hmm. No reason. I, it's not like I uh, had an idea two minutes ago and uh -huh. like, it's oh good. man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's been really silent, and so yeah, I'm. It, it, what, what would you all like to do? Try to escape. <gasps> yeah. So yeah. bold. Yeah, interesting. How would you? How would you do that, Wuglot? Uh, oh gosh, I didn't actually think that I was going to be on the stand. <laughs> roll, roll to escape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Why don't I rummage through my? fanny pack, even though I know for a fact there's nothing in there that's going to help us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. you tell me what you might have in your fanny pack. Um, well, right now there's a broken pair of sunglasses. <laughs> and... <laughs> a, a, a tip of an arrow. Not an actual oh. arrow, just the tip of the arrow. Yeah, an arrow. Um, uh, maybe a receipt for Quiznos. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Uh, that's the, the saddest thing about the fall of the Orc Fortress Shrelock is that it was the, it had the last remaining Orc Quiznos. Deli uh, Quiznos. Yeah, and a, a punch card for a cafe that's definitely burned to the ground now. So yeah. You only had two left. Two punches left. You got a free coffee. Oh. Um, shame. Yeah, no. If you want, Wuglot, you can. Um, like you are chained, you you are kind of stuck on like this bench. You have you can maybe reach. You can kind of reach if you lean. You can reach kind of these bars and kind of if you want to like try to hit the bars with your broken sunglasses or something. <laughs> you could tap on them to like make a like play a song or a rhythm or something. <gasps> a beat. Yeah. Sure. Lighten up the mood in the cell a little bit. Yeah, what do you want to play? You want to sing a song for it? Um, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. What's a good song to sing in a cell? Uh, burn, baby, burn. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I was thinking more, despite all my rage, I'm <laughs> still just around the cage. Just change it to orc, and this is pretty timely. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Why don't you give me a roll, a, um, select your icon, and give me a regular roll to see how, if you're able to do like a decent rendition of, of that song. Wait, so do I do the dice roller? Um, if you click your icon, do you see roll and roll with power in the upper left-hand corner? 
Yes. Click roll for me. Fours. <clears throat> Both fours. If one die shows four more. Oh man, you rolled two fours. So you get what you want. <gasps> oh, it's, it's it's hopping in here now. Yeah, it is hopping. <laughs> you 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 sing a really like hot, gorgeous uh, rendition of 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 burn baby burn. <laughs> um, and you actually and 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 like so big hug. Um, who is reputed to be heartless? You actually mm. succeed so much at that, at that action that Big Hug is kind of like yeah. digging it, and weirdly, you see in the sack, you do see something kind of like moving back and forth in rhythm to to your song. Um, you gain D three hope. So Whoa. go ahead and roll uh, in the die roller. Hover over the die roller that second to the, from the bottom. And, oh, wait, we can't do it that way. You have to type it. What do I type again? Slash roll, and then D3. I'll roll it for you. You gain two hope. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That's not bad. I will uh, track that for you. But, yeah, Big Hug and Gunnar, what are you guys do, uh, doing there in the cell? Well, I'm starting to tap my feet, like, you know, against my will, I guess. And Sorry. <laughs> he rolled it. <laughs> You hear a very muffled whistling. I hit the bag. <laughs> and so and so here's the thing, Wuglot, you did like you um in the in the battle kind of defending uh your fortress, Sherlock. Um you didn't see it, but you did hear uh basically while you were being transported as captives with these others we transported here to the elven elvish fortress you did hear that apparently big hug had chopped off the head of your warlord during the battle your warlord gunnarer had been injured kind of in the in a way that he was never gonna be able to walk again or something i don't know um some weird fork honor shit um i'm gonna go ahead and flag some weird ableism here just right away mm. uh wizards of the coast um no uh <laughs> for some reason uh big hug chopped off gnar's head um but that's all you know i i start humming really l louder like tapping my feet trying to cover up the noise coming from the bag yes is it burn baby burn <laughs> stuff like that burn 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 baby burn Yes, I've heard this song many times when we sang it when people were doing stuff in the in the fortress. That's a good song. Good song, Wuglat. That's a very good song. Are you French? What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> I don't know what accent I am doing. It is just this is just my voice. <laughs> it is the, the accent from the fortress. Haven't you heard it before? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's I love it. I love that accent. Good. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great, great voice. Um, Can I reach over and try to like do something to the toilet to make that louder too? I'm just trying to make noise, trying to cover up the noise coming from the bag. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I I just I mean I just now realized that you can't even you can't exactly. Reach over there. That's no. what I was. I'm like, why is there a toilet when I can't? But, you even know. Move my <laughs> it's I, torture. You know, uh, 
there are things you could do that have to do with the toilet being head-shaped. But <laughs> <laughs> let's switch over to the other room. Um, Lena, I told you you're kind of shifting over away from Harumph, uh for interpersonal reasons, <laughs> presumably. <laughs> um, and you are kind of, yeah, you do notice there's a skeleton at your feet. You know, I'd just rather make friends with this fucking skeleton than you, Harumph. Why is there a skeleton in here? Oh, wait. Oh. Oh, wait. There's a skeleton. They just let people die in here, don't they? This isn't how I want to die. Harumph, fight me. Let's fight. Let's die in battle. The way we're supposed to as orcs. Well, this isn't really battle as such. I mean... Okay, but if you fight me, it is... It is. I don't think I can. Oh, Monty just DC'd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can reach you, Mazug. Otherwise, I would totally fight you. Um, maybe you could throw something at me. Actually, uh, I was actually about to suggest that. Uh, give me one of those legs. Okay, I'm gonna chuck a leg over to him. A skeleton leg. Yeah. Nice. I cut. I cut it. And I uh, absorb it, twirl it between my fingers a little bit, take into consideration the length and the ends. Are the ends like completely still? Are they like severed off? Um, they are. It is a, a skeleton of like of a full leg. Okay, so what I'm gonna do. I'm going to attempt to, first of all, I'm going to snap it in half with my leg, with my leg, and I'm going to attempt to get one of the ends sharp enough to undo the lock. Okay. Because I'm a master weaponsmith. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I mean, I thought of that. I'm also a master's weaponsmith, and I totally thought of that. I just didn't do it. But, you know, you're not better than me. I know you think you're better than me, but you're not. You're not better than me. Umug, I never said I was better than you. I mean, Harumph did. Harumph said you're better than me, and Harumph is wrong. I never said that. All I said was I prefer his axes to yours. I never said he was better at it than you. I didn't say those words. You just implied it. Directly. I may have meant it, but I didn't. I didn't actually say. Wow, that. Harumph. I'm just letting them argue as I yeah. undo the law. So, so while they're bickering, so so Laron, go ahead and select your icon and give me a roll with power, <gasps> since you are attempting something that does kind of have to do with your expertise. All right. Ah, oh, two, three, and two. Uh, I am sorry, Laron. No dice show four or more. So okay. um, you you do I mean you do manage to sharpen the 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 bone, um, mm. and you're trying to pick the kind of a lock on your chains, right? Right. Yeah, and it's just it, it's it's not doing it. There's some kind of very specific elvish uh, magic slash metallurgy <laughs> lock work that uh, that that bone's just not not cutting it. Bloody elves, why do they always have to be so fucking difficult? Okay. <laughs> Those tricky elves always enchanting everything with unnecessary magic. I mean, my god. Magic is useless. Name one good thing magic has ever done for e anyone ever. It's it's just dumb. Remember that time that you got cast, that expel was cast on you and you couldn't speak for 24 hours? 
That was no, that horrible. Was a really good thing. That's a good point. That was definitely the best thing. I nearly died. I almost exploded. Anyway, I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm gonna speak out of character now. I'm gonna pick up whatever's left of the skeleton and just throw it at the door. Because <laughs> I'm an astro, a sergeant. I can throw shit real hard. So you're 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 trying to reach past the mug to reach the skeleton to throw it to throw it across the cell. Yeah, sure. Um, go ahead and give me a. Well, you're an axe thrower, Sergeant, which requires yeah. kind of uh, probably flexibility or some shit. Um, I'm so go small. Ahead and, I'm smaller than I can just sort of. So go ahead and give me a roll with power to see how uh, successful this attempt is. Whoa! Bad or good? I think six is bad, isn't it? Oh. Sixes are kind of bad, yeah. Uh, but yeah. you do have all of your dice are four more. So, which makes this a an unbridled success mm. in, in, in a way, with with some some caveats because of the the six is on your red die reputation yeah. die. What does that mean? So your reputation causes problems. So you're you're pious. Yeah. So how so how might your um, your your piety kind of cause problems right now as you stretch and kind of reach past Umug to try to get the skeleton and throw it. Um, I don't know. We didn't really discuss any sort of like what pious would really mean. Um, I guess. Hmm. I guess invading someone else's personal space without their permission might be like a big thing for Harumph, like yeah. everybody's personal space and their like you respect everyone and what they want. So and I know that Umug is uncomfortable, so that makes me I don't know, falter in some way, like not wanting to get too close. Yeah. Well what yeah, so so if Umug knows that you are pious about these principles of kind of one of which is personal space and stuff. So definitely like Whatever feelings Mug has about Harumphred now are going to be worsened by seeing you basically be a hypocrite and reach past, reach into her space when she's trying actively to get away from you, right? Um, so that doesn't help interpersonally, but you do succeed at picking up the skeleton, and because it's such a great success, three three dice, four or more. Um, thank God for me as the GM, as you pick it up. Um, you do notice a key fall out of the jaw of the the mouth, the clenched jaw of the skeleton, right before you you throw the skeleton against the bars, um, and the key kind of falls right next to the mugs. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess I'll I'll be like mid, like getting ready to throw, and then just sort of glance down at it and like let the skeleton go behind me instead and not actually throw it and um, try and get away from Umug as much as I can because you know yeah. personal space uh, and just sort of nod down to it and say I think our friend was hiding something you might want to maybe have a closer look at that there key oh shit that's like really useful see this is what happens when a master weaponsmith exists is I find things <laughs> See that people pick up and drop in front of you. Like that's not. I don't. I mean, I don't think that's like how that I said, works. I, I I don't have any problem with you, Umug. I am trying to get that across, but that was bullshit. 
Uh, that <laughs> you saw something that landed in front of you in a space that is otherwise completely empty. Like, but it doesn't matter. You, it's your you, you're closest. You pick it up. I'm trying not to get in your personal space. I know that means a lot, you know, to to me and to you. So you know, this is this is up to you now. Yeah, it does mean a lot, Harumph. And you've got in my personal space before. We're not cool. Yeah, I, not that I we very were cool much before do this. apologize for that. Um, but... By the way, uh, Monty, you roll roll a d3. I'll roll it for you. See how much hope you get from a successful kill. Attempt at an action. Two. Two hope for you. Hey, I'll go ahead and cross the that board. Nice. Into your character. Oh. <laughs> And I'll reach down and pick up the key. Um, I'm gonna try it in my lock. Actually, so there's only one lock in in the cell on on the chains in the cell, and it is the one that Maju. Um, oh shit! So I gotta to toss it. Um, you could toss it, yeah. Or um, the person next to you who is adept at throwing things could toss it instead. Hey, I'm a master's weaponsmith. I'm very good at throwing things. All right, awesome. <laughs> so I'm gonna try throwing it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Sure, let's do that. Hey, don't mean nothing to me. You can go ahead and throw that little key if you want. Can't be that happy. Ah, all right. Um, it's a six. So that's one one of your one of your rolls is is a is a four more. Um, and it is. A secret. Your secret is a six. So what that means is uh, you do uh, you basically, you succeed um, but something kind of goes wrong, is how I'll play this. Um, your secret shows in some way. And every other orc in the scene in the cell takes a mark on you. So how might your secret show as you toss this key to Majun? So, um, Umug, is that what I'm calling her? I think that's how I've been saying her name. Um, Umug is going to, um, like, stare across the cell really fixedly for a moment. And then she's going to throw the key in such a way that it, like, bounces perfectly off the wall um, into um, Mazug's hands or lap or whatever. Are you sitting? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Sitting. Um, and like, it like it or was... sitting? <laughs> Shit, it's my tusks. I get nowhere. It looks like it was like a really like like really geometrically perfect throw to triangulate. It was very challenging. It would have taken a lot of a lot of intelligence to do that. Wow, that's real. That's interesting. And yeah, that's I mean, as uh, Harumph as a, as an axe thrower, Sergeant, I don't. You might not have ever seen. Umug throw with such such dexterity and accuracy, precision. Ask um, a question. Yes. Oh, am I? Are we supposed to try to figure out like other people's secrets? Like, is there like a beautiful prize at the end if I figure out everyone's secret, or is it just part of the game that like the beautiful? It's like good to know. <laughs> that is, the secrets are more just kind of for role-playing flavor. Okay. Um, there's no kind of mechanical prize necessarily to learning their secret, <laughs> except for okay. this this marks system that, like, when you kind of get a glimpse of somebody's secret, you basically have leverage over them. Um, 
in the original game that kind of made sense. In our game, it's just kind of like, oh, we are getting to know each other. That's really yeah. nice. Good. Um, so, Majug, you now have a key. Okay. So, when it lands, I'm going to say that for uh, impressive reasons, Umug uh, throws it in a way where it lands directly in my open palm. Nice. That's some nice throwing, Umug. Damn. <laughs> I look at her with a, with, a, with a small smile. Nice throw. Thank you. Because I'm a master's weaponsmith. Yeah, yes, 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 I'm, I'm aware. And then, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and then I undo the lock. Um, you try to use that key to open the lock on your chains? Yeah. Or whatever lock I see that, uh, yeah. from what I've... Okay. Yeah, it, it doesn't work. Uh, let's go to the other cell. <laughs> nice. Sorry. Burn, um, baby, burn. <laughs> so, so you can kind of hear what's going on. So you did just hear kind of, um, uh, I don't know if they actually said it here on the stream, but you heard kind of around Fendu Mug kind of talking, oh, a key, a key. And then you heard kind of a, a clink off the wall. Yeah, I know I am not singing in key. I am not a good singer. <laughs> burn, baby, burn. <laughs> I know, and it's terrible. I'm sorry. It was just a really good song. Mm. I, I think you sound beautiful. I think that's a wonderful voice. Oh, <laughs> you must have not heard many people sing because it's probably not very good, I don't think. Uh, but thank you. The voice of an angel. Oh, uh, an angel that fell on his head, probably. Uh, that's the <clears throat> angel I sound like. Thank you. Mm. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> before I forget, I'm really sorry. I'm going to roll a d3 for Lena. Let's see how much hope you gained. Yeah. One hope for you. Oh. <laughs> well, and, one is better than none. And mm -hmm. KT, since I gave AJ the chance to roll for their singing. Do you want to roll to see how, <laughs> how good your singing is? Oh, sure. Even though I just said it was terrible. Why not? All right, what, I mean, what, what our self-judgment is not always accurate. Oh, you're right. Adam, is that a comment on me? Oh, me. It's not working. I'm trying. It's not, it's not letting me roll any. It's not, just, guys, I break technology all the time. That is my superpower. It's my X-Man power. It's just, it's literally not working. Even Eric's doing it, so it's not my fault. Oh, time. you're using the wrong. Nope. Oh, it's fine. The... I got it, guys. Guys. There we go. All right, there we go. All right, just regular roll or? Regular roll, unless, oh, geez, yeah, geez. regular roll. Two and two. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it. It. that's right. I knew it. <laughs> Success. <laughs> Success and being terrible. Exactly. Vindication. <laughs> um, and now I forgot what was happening. Oh yeah, we sang, and I said I was bad. Mm -hmm. Um, but they were yeah. Key. Sorry, I don't know what. Uh, can I? Yeah, AJ, what's up? Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I was gonna say that all the singing um, might have attracted maybe like a rodent into the room or into the cell. Oh, yeah, awesome. Yep. 
And uh, since I am a beast speaker, um, I kind of salaciously whisper in the rodent's ear. Um, it's a giant, a, it's, a, uh, it's a huge rat. Giant rat. <laughs> it's a huge rat. Uh, giant rodent. Um, I kind of just whisper in his ear like, um, hey, can you check the other cell and see what's going on in there? Um, give me a roll with power to see how successfully you talk with this rat. Oof. Oof. <laughs> what was it? Not bad. Oh, wow. Oh, once for both reputation and your secret? Good lord, AJ. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so... Rats are his natural enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you muttered yourself, it had, to, it had to be rats. <laughs> um, rats, damn it. So your secret is that your reputation is that you're pious. So both of these things cause something to go wrong for you. Uh-oh. So you're, I mean, you are able to talk to the rat. Um, and the rat is like... Oh, you're coming on to me. <laughs> Why is everyone French? I can see it in your eyes. You're coming on to me. I know. I know some orcs like you who like big rats like me. But I can also see in your eyes religious devotion, <laughs> piety. What an interesting combination. Uh, queer attraction to me as a male rat <laughs> and religious belief this is this is problematic because <laughs> I have a bad history with pious folks like you so I shall not help you <laughs> what hey, are guys, the elves feeding these things <laughs> seriously it's that dang magic again it's gotten into the rats my god I shall not help you instead I shall show off my Olympic diving abilities and he jumps up onto the, the, the bench beside you and he kind of <laughs> he actually he like forms with his paws like a little diving uh, pose and he dives into the, the toilet. Um, uh, sayonara! <laughs> and what did it sound like? Did it sound like they were squeaking to each other, or like was he speaking in a orcish right, so, language? And so yes, Wuglot was kind of was squeaking like a rat. Okay. And the rat, and you heard the rat squeaking back. Do you want to approximate that for us, AJ, or should we just move on? <laughs> Thank you. Um, as the rat as the rat disappears into the toilet, into the plumbing system of the Elven Fortress Enor. Um, plumbing system. You hear... <laughs> it's a good idea to make rat soup, but I don't know if we can reach it to eat it. And it's, I mean, you know, <laughs> like... what you do. <laughs> You do hear, as the rat disappears down the toilet, you hear a little kind of a weird metallic clink the body of a rat should not make against a stone toilet. What was that noise? Robo-rats! <laughs> from, the, from the sound of it, it sounds like something is in that toilet. That's not poop. Uh, unless it's like 
Um, was that a question a, or was it in character? That's not a, food. A, <laughs> a, war, a war forged creature's poop. <laughs> Metal poop. I mean, they they dream of electric sheep. So you what you what your my guess is as good as yours. <laughs> what was that noise? Oh, big hug. Can you uh can you see if you can reach into it since uh, I. I just washed my hands. Don't want to get COVID. <laughs> uh, uh, where is the toilet? Is it like next to me? No, no it's across it the is, room. It's across the room, so you can't reach it. Sounds like Gennar has an idea. <laughs> Stop it! I, I'm, I'm trying to like. I guess you know my my arms are kind of bound or whatever, so I'm trying to like. You know, nudge the bag again, and and I guess I, I knock it loose. Maybe I don't know. Like it f- falls off of my lap. Boom! <laughs> a mm. severed head falls out of the sack. It's Gnar, the head of your former warlord, Gnarer. I'm trying to kick him ne- back to me with my feet. Ow! <laughs> that really hurt. Uh, <laughs> I, I, oh, look, a a, a head. Oh, uh, Nar! How did you get in there? I you, don't know. You uh, put me in there no, I don't. a day ago. Oh, and now you haven't let me out. I didn't think. I thought you were just ahead. I thought I was carrying you respectfully in into the. I don't know with the rest of the group. I didn't know that you were alive. Whoa! Look! Oh! Thank goodness, Gnar is still alive somehow. I, uh, you know, wow, look, uh, uh, Woog Nougat, Wooglat, look, Wooglat, Wooglat, it's a miracle, my singing brought him back to life, oh, uh, what's with the toilet, though, let's look at that, I think that's more important, and I, like, I'm trying to scoot the head back to myself, and, like, as much as I can, it probably, all right, give me a, give me a, give me a roll, um, to see if, what happens when you try to kick the, the head back to work? Okay. So you have won. So so you you get kind of what you want, but something goes wrong, and your secret causes problems for you. Oh. So you are you do manage to. So I'll say the, the head was kind of rolling out of your reach. Yeah. And as you kind of try to like get it, you kind of get your your foot on top of it of Gnar's head, and Gnar's like ah ah, um, <laughs> and you're trying to and you do manage to stop it, right? But you're um you're as you try to roll it toward you with kind of the ball of your foot, yeah. Um, it kind of Gnar's head slips out from under your foot, and rolls toward Wuglot instead. Ah. <laughs> Ooh. And, and and your secret causes problems for you, which in this context might be that. Um, yeah, I don't know. You and I both know what your secret is. I, right. I have an idea. Do you want me to kind of say? I think I'm having trouble with. It's probably because I'm getting distracted by my computer just not working at all. But hundred uh, percent. Um, that my secret causes problems for I, me. And it's yeah, more. I let's say that your that your secret is more that you are kind of. You are 
it's not that you just have that trait, but that you are kind of obsessed with it, and you yeah. not only want to practice it, but you want it from others. Okay. So in this context, yeah, if Gunnar is uh, like... So, oh, good... Uh, oops. Uh, sorry. Uh, nope. Yeah, you, <laughs> you are over there. <laughs> Too bad. Sorry, you just threw a head at me. Uh, sorry. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Uh, what? Don't you like heads? We were just in a battle. It probably remind. Oh no, no, that was a bad battle. It ended poorly. But we are, we are warriors. We like fucking heads. We like severed heads. We don't like fucking heads. Sorry, that's not what I meant. We like fucking heads. Severed heads. We like the blood. We like all the, you know. What? So I thought you would like it. I don't know. What kind of magic is this? I don't know. How is he still alive? I don't know. I don't know. It's I need idea. some answers. I think it's because of my singing. It was a miracle. That's what I think. Big Hug, I think you need to tell him what happened. I've, I've rolled over and I'm like, my head is sideways and I'm just staring at you, Big Hug. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I mean... What's your name? Gnarr. <laughs> too many weird names. All right. Uh, I am Gnarr, your uh, yes. warlord. Yes, I should know that. You're my warlord. Yes, Gnarr. Gnarr was mortally wounded on the battlefield. and Slightly I... wounded. No, mortally. He was terrible. Slightly wounded. It was terrible. There was blood and he was screaming like a little, little baby. It was just horrifying. And I was like, no, let me put you out of your misery. You die a warrior's death. You don't get cap captured. We're all about to get captured. I sprained I... my ankle. No, he was, it was terrible. <laughs> his leg was off and like his chest had a big explosion it was like alien it like came out of it it was terrible and so like yes i was just like oh no no we got to end this and so i i did but i didn't have anything i, I you know my club was lost I, I had been hit so i grabbed the nearest weapon i could i could find and it was one of those fucking elves blades and i don't know it must have had some kind of magic because when i tried to cut his head off this is what happened this is what happened! You kept his head as a souvenir? I, I mean, he just kept talking! I, what was I supposed to do? He was the warlord! He's, he, uh, he is? I, yes, he the is. The gods knew that I am the true warlord. I guess. I mean, he's just a head though, right? So what does that mean? He's the, he is slash was the warlord. So is uh, and slash is, is the warlord? Is slash was, probably. I mean, right? So, hello, hello, Wooglat. Uh, oh. Bernard, does that does that hurt? <laughs> Have a body? Uh, physically, no. Emotionally, no, no, <laughs> no. Sorry, I, I can't go very deep with my voice anymore. I don't have a diaphragm. So, um, I will say, Wooglat. <laughs> You did say that you washed, you just washed your hands recently. I guess you, you must have some like antibacterial uh, <laughs> hand sanitizer in your fanny pack. And so, um, but it did register for you that something is in that toilet and you don't want to put your hands down there. But like I said, it is perfectly head shaped. Um, Adam really wants this, you guys. <laughs> could, I, could, could I potentially grab Gnar and just gracefully put his head over the toilet. Not put his head in the toilet, <laughs> but graciously put his head over the toilet to see if you can tell me what's in there. 
I, I will say you could definitely grab his head because he has this nice his 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 long white hair is tied up in this top knot, so it's a nice little handle for you if you were yeah. to pick pick his head up. Like a little teapot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you, yeah, you, put, sure. you put him over the the, the toilet. Yeah, I'll grab um, I'll, I'll grab him by the I'll grab him by the knot and uh hey uh Nar, can you can you take a peek and, and see what's in that toilet over there? I'll I'll take a look. I can see many things. Oh, because Gnar was also, he was a warlord and an omen scryer himself. Oh, here we go again. He can see so many things. <laughs> Big Hug, you're a fine apprentice omen scryer. Don't worry. Yes. So, so Gnar, -er, you uh, are scrying into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and you scry um, a key uh, that's down there. You don't have any hands to, to, to read. No. I, the omens tell me, I see the omens. They speak. All they right. They smell of key. There's a key. The, the toilet is the key. No wonder. That is oh. the omen that I scry. Oh, yes, he's all right. Omen. Also, there's a key in there. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a roll with power, Eric, to right. see how that, that played out. <laughs> there we go. Okay, good. Yep, you succeed. Um, it's everybody can kind of tell that you're kind of it's kind of that it wasn't really an omen. Um, <laughs> but you but you do succeed, and 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 since you succeed at the at the scrying of the key in the toilet. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have you roll D3 to see how much hope you gain. You gain two hope. Two hope. That new All right. Well, now there's a key in there. You know that much, guys. You know what needs to happen. <laughs> Wooklot, drop me in the toilet. <laughs> okay, if you want. I want. <laughs> you want. Weirdly, like the. I mean, you you kind of dip him in. And um, you kind of try to you trying to maybe grab it with your mouth, Eric. That's that's that is the one option I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of keeps it kind of keeps getting like out out of your. So like so, Wuglot, you kind of have to swirl him around. You kind of have to swirl him. Oh, around. sorry. Are you getting it? Are you, is it deep enough? <laughs> All right. Okay. He got it. He got it. It's good. It's fine now. You have a key now in your mouth. And, and he shoots a fucking projectile. <laughs> yeah. Can you jaw your way around the toilet and spit it out for us? Come on. All right. So now you guys have a key. Oh, sweet. Yep. Yeah, I, I stick it out of my tongue for you to be able to take there, Wooglot. Oh, thank you. Um, uh huh. I hope you sanitized your tongue. Uh huh. You can give him some of your hand sanitizer. Ah, sure. Uh, um, well, I'll, let me let me just grab it real quickly um, with my hand. Gross. This is very gross. Um, <clears throat> let me see if it uh, it fits in my in my handcuffs that I have or cuff yeah, that you have. You have. You have the lock um, for the chains in your cell. Uh, it doesn't work. Damn it. Um, it is at this point, it is at this point that you realize uh, via just how well the 
all of you in both of the cells, you're not just hearing acoustically um, sounds from around the like the bars from around, but there happens to be a little kind of a, a perfectly T-shaped uh, sliver uh, uh, crack in the wall between <gasps> cells. Wait, we all noticed that, or? Yes, you all Everybody, at once, right now. Whoa, look at that, wow. Holy shit! Why didn't we see this before? Why did the elves put it there? I think that's the more important question. Why did they leave the key ourselves? This is weird, but we should swap keys. Um, so see if you can toss it back to us as well as I tossed it to you, because I'm a weapons master. But are you, Majmug? Oh, Majmug, you don't have to keep reminding me every time you address me that we're both, we're both weapons masters. I feel like I do. I feel like I definitely do. You know, that's not a thing you don't need to do. No, I mean, I think I do because her rump likes you more than me and that makes her rump an asshole. Um, but everybody kind of likes you more than me. Like, everybody buys your weapons more, and that's just not okay, so I just need to keep reminding you. We use the same anvil. Yeah, I know. I don't know why everybody likes your weapons more. I anoint mine in the blood of my enemies. Do you do that? Okay. <laughs> is, is, is the keyhole on my side of the cell, or is it over there? Um, the hole through which they want to pass the key that you have is by Umug and Harumph, so you do have to... Okay. You toss it or, or try to, like, slide it across the floor or something, which I will yeah, ask I you gonna... to give me a roll for. First, first I'm going to... So, so Harumph... Yeah? I'm going to have to ask you to be careful, unlike how you are usually with my exes, because I'm about to hand you this key. Yeah, sorry about that. I do have a bit of a quick finger. Yep, I'll uh, I'll grab it from you and uh, see. That's the second metaphor of the night. Uh, <laughs> I'll I'll catch that for you and uh, slip it through this little hole here. So uh, yeah, I'm ready to catch it. So why don't both of you give a roll? Mm. Okay. And you're not used. I don't think yours is with power, Monty, because you're not used to catching hexes, are you? Not really. I'm so, yeah. more of a receiver than a, a pitcher. Um, <laughs> all right. We all. Math shows. And okay. So, like, roll a roll of power. I'm sorry. A uh, roll. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So you are you do succeed with because of the five. I'll say that something something goes wrong here, and 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 Harumph, you succeed in catching it, but weirdly, yeah, because of your six and a one respectively on your secret rolls, your secrets kind of uh, become visible. People get a glimpse of them. So how might that how might that happen? Majug, we'll start with you because since you're the one throwing, what might your how might your secrets show here? Okay, uh, if you've noticed. But the way the Mazook's face is, like, dead set and uh, focused upon throwing the key, it's very, it's, it's almost like Undertale. It's, it's, it's just filled with determination. Um, 
and almost as if almost as if he's trying to prove something with this throw interesting cool okay um and monty how might your secret show as you catch the key um that's a really good question um do you have any suggestions almighty gm you know what my secret is i honestly (laughs) am just blanking so hard yeah um let's say that uh majug did try really hard to throw it um with real kind of determination and care and um but because he only had one uh roll that was above four, he kind of didn't do so great. Like, he kind of actually threw it, like, and it kind of hit your eye before you kind of caught it as it came up. Oh, okay. It off your eye. Okay, cool. So, uh, it ricochets off my eyeball, uh, which I'm sure I'll be oh. fine. And I... Oh, I, I'm, I'm so, I I'm so of, sorry. Are you alright? Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. It, it happens all the time. I mean, I've had taken many of, uh, almost access to the art. Not quite, but, you know, almost. It happens all the time. Don't worry. It, it's it's totally fine. Uh, and I push the the thing through the thing. I've forgotten awesome. what we were doing. A key through the keyhole. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, Majug, you got two hope for that successful action, and, uh, uh, Harumph got three hope. Awesome. Nice. Look, there's a key coming through the hole. Take the key, Wooglot. Take it with your skilled fingers. Oh. Yes. Let me uh let me grab it. <laughs> <laughs> with my skilled fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and so you take it and and Wooglot, you now you have the other key that um you can pass through and I won't, won't have you roll for that because it's relatively easy to pass through the crack. Wait, yeah, I have two keys. You have the one that was fished out of the toilet. Oh, oh, awesome! Thank you, Nar. <laughs> Nar. <laughs> yes, Ganarar, Warlord Ganarar. So now we'll glad you have a different key, um, and now Umugunaramf, you now have a different key. But again, your lock is on the other side of the room. Wuglot, do you want to try the key in your lock? Yes, I would love to. It doesn't work. Yes! I'm kidding! Oh, come on! <laughs> uh, no, it unlocks. And now, you, because you've unlocked that, you are able to kind of unchain yourself and kind of, now you can kind of feed the, ch- the rest of the chains off um, and kind of, on, look, I haven't thought through the logistics of this, but you were all now, all three of you in that cell unlocked and unchained. Sweet. I've always been oh, unchained. Only the two of us. Because yeah. Gnar was well, Gnar, dead. Yeah. I'm a free Gnar spirit. Gnar was, <laughs> yes. was free. <laughs> All right. Who wants to try to toss Majug the key? Um, I assume I have it, so I'll toss it. All right. Give me a roll with power. Sweet. That oh, thank God. Good. Oh, thank Yay! God. <laughs> I have no contingency for if you lose the key. All right, it is a perfect success. Because you are a nice thrower, Sergeant, you are such a good thrower. You throw it right to Majug, and it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, you know, he threw the key to you, and it hit your eye, and it was kind of a clumsy. You are so great. You throw it right into his palm. 
Um, you didn't get to do any fancy ricochet action, like. No, uh, I don't do any of that fancy crap. I mean, what's the what's the point? <laughs> I think sometimes it's just fun being like good at things. Harumph, maybe you should try it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Monty. Jesus. Well, maybe you should. I Lead mean, the uh, you're the one who is saying <laughs> my Zoog's always better than you. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just I'm saying, not... uh, you're the one who keeps bringing it up. Because Nobody I was kind else. of almost starting to get over that. You know, he was being really nice to me, but if we're going to go there, we can go there, and I can just fucking act you both. We don't there. have to go we there. We super don't need to go there. We don't have Trust to go me, there. Trust me. Nobody wants to go there except you. Well, maybe not even you now, which is fantastic. Around, you're going there. Great to never hear about weapons again. Just get out of here. What's going on over there? I'm rolling a d3 to see how much hope you gained from successfully doing that. Harumph, you got two hope. And I'll also say that all of you, when the keys were found... Didn't I just roll for your help, Monty? Two. So you have you're now up to seven hope. All of yes. you, when the keys were found, that kind of counts as in the rule sheet as a uh, as gaining a, a valuable resource. Hmm. So so in so now kind of that, that the key stuff is over. All of you roll a d6 using the die roller to see how much hope you gain. All right, I'm gonna go oh, into. I'm gonna go through one by one, and you guys tell me what you rolled. Big hug. What did you roll for? Three. So you're up to three hope. <laughs> I'm, up to, I'm up to three. Yeah. After three. Um, Gnar, <laughs> what did you roll for hope? Gnar rolled a five. Jeez. Nice. You're up to wow. seven. Nice. Harumph, what did you roll? I rolled three. God, you're up to ten. Damn, I'm I'm real hopeful. <laughs> you're up to ten hope, which you have you have hope for survival, but you are on the cusp of having hope for something more. Um, Ooh. Majuk, what did you roll? I rolled a three. Three, so you're up to five hope. You are now you are you still you have hope for an honorable death. Just nice. It's better than zero hope. Um, <clears throat> Umug, what did you roll? Four. You're up to five hope. And Wuglot? I rolled a three. You're up to five. Awesome. You all at least have some hope. Uh, Harumph is the most hopeful of you all. Seems fitting. Just, which is uh, probably really annoying. <laughs> Super <laughs> annoying. All right, so you are, you are now all unchained and free to move around the cell as you wish, which I highly recommend because right at this moment, mm. something happens. Uh oh. Um, something happens. You want to know what happens? Yeah. It's fine. We'll just cut all this out in the podcast when we wrap up, <laughs> right? We'll just cut all this bit out. <laughs> the ground beneath. Your feet, do you hear music? Yes. yes. It begins yes. to shift, then it begins to quake. The walls around you start to buckle and sway. 
you all begin to lose your footing and brace oh. yourselves as every stone of this fortress dungeon around you appears to vibrate, sending up clouds of dust. Kind of move gradually, the noise quiets, the dust settles, and you see now that the fortress is still standing, but the wall separating your cells has collapsed. Mm. Oh. Do you see On that? top of me? No. <laughs> you all managed to move away. Ah. Okay. So now you are in one unified cell. Um, what would you like to do? We've got Holy shit, is that Nas head? That's interesting. That's really interesting, Nas. Hello, my subjects. I, yes, I, yeah. It is I. I hold it up majestically. Yeah, we're definitely your subjects. I'm your subject. You know I'm your subject. It's great to see you. Where's your body? Uh, that's a long story. A big hug. Maybe you would like to try another another round of, of telling what happened to me <laughs> with a bit more fact this time? <laughs> I said all of the facts. I said all of them. Yeah, we 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 we, we didn't hear. Them. We, we yeah, hear we didn't hear any facts. So. It's not as interesting the second time around. Don't yeah. you understand? <laughs> we did, we did hear some singing. It was a bit off key, but yeah. I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, uh, also, that was me. Oh, your singing brought him back to life. That's yes, that's, big that's what I said. That's what I yeah. said. That makes sense. We're pretty cool, Big Hug. Yeah. Thank you. This place is so magical. Yeah. I I was embarrassed because... Oh, should I wait before... Wait, somebody dropped Monty. Nah, who gives a shit? No, they're back. I think my singing was what revived him, but really... I mean, it it was more that I mercifully had to kill him on the battlefield because he had been like torn in half. It was terrible, and and I I I, I, I how okay, could I leave okay, him there? Big I couldn't hug. leave him there okay. to be captured. Okay, because last time I saw Gennar, he had a sprained ankle. When did this evisceration happen? Exactly? I put I put my hand over uh, Gennar's mouth, and I'm like. <laughs> Uh, it was terrible. He was he, somebody had come and just cut him open. Yeah, he had a sprained ankle, but there was more. It was just terrible. And then yeah, he's in my armpit. I'm like just shoving him in there. It just was horrible. And so I had to to mercifully put him out of his misery. But I used a, an elven blade, and it was just terrible. Like and he just he just was he was still alive and in pain. So I shoved him in a sack, and he's been there for like two weeks. But my mu my music, my song. It brought him back to life. And so you can see he's happy. Look at the eyes. And I hold him. No, <laughs> you're suffocating him because he's under your armpit. Yeah, not. <laughs> Did seven heads need to breathe? Is that something that can happen exactly? Oh, that's like, a good question. <laughs> Casey, can you give me a roll? Well, yes. Basically, if you see it as like a deception roll. Yep, I'm used to these. That is yeah, 80% <laughs> <laughs> of what we roll in Fortnite. Right for real. Me deception all the time. 
four and one. One and four. I don't know what if it matters what order I say. Interesting. Then. Yeah, you 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 succeed. People can kind of tell that something's off, and um, your reputation causes problems again. Um, so everybody, um, and it's weird, right? I guess I guess like I guess like. like I'm known as heartless, but why would I mercifully exactly. put him, yeah, out of his misery? So that's kind of hmm. very strange. Yeah. So everybody else is going to take marks on you, which I'll go ahead and put into people's character sheets. In the meantime, uh, you're now all in a cell together, um, and you all now have more than zero hope. Which might I would just suggest, if in the next ten or so minutes um, of real time. Um, if anybody kind of has a kind of a gnawing desire, a burning desire to explore a, a relationship with somebody right now, now that you're all kind of you, you might have ac you have access to more of the other characters, um, now would be the time to kind of maybe have some of these private moments. In the original game, it's making out. Um, in our rule sheet, it's private moment. At any point. You can choose to have a private moment of authentic connection and/or vulnerability with another orc. Um, if you're successful, you recover some hope. Um, so between having some hope, kind of building up now, mm -hmm. and now being able to interact with each other freely, um, I'd like to invite you guys to do that while I do some busy. I I would do that with with who? With you? <gasps> yeah, with you. With me? That's right. I mean, just quickly, because all this is yeah. happening and he's shoved under my armpit and I know that this is not going to go well. I can't hold his mouth closed forever. I'm going to just turn, you know, it, when when I feel like I could and just be like, please, please don't, don't give it away. Just don't. I'm, I just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Convince me why I shouldn't. Because, because you know, you know that I'm just not good. You know that I'm not. I, is it okay for me to say this out loud like in front of everybody? Yeah, I don't know. it's fine. Yeah, but, okay. but, you're, but you're doing it so that the characters, right. other characters don't hear it. Yes, that's my goal. All right. You know, you know I'm not, you know I'm not good at anything. Please, please, please don't tell them that I'm just a fucking asshole. Please, this is not, this will not, this will not go well for me. We are stuck in a, in a cell. Big hug, big hug. What, what is your end game here? <laughs> you want to know my secret? <laughs> like, what? No, I, I was, that was not a meta question. <laughs> okay, that's what I was confused about. What did you roll two days ago? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I just. I don't, I don't know. What is my hope level? Because I, what the heck is it's three or something yeah, like know, that. What, is it, what does it mean? I don't really have much hope, You right? can hope for an honorable death or right. something like that. Right, Please, just don't. God, I don't want to, to, to just be captured and, and sit here forever and just die alone in a cell or be beheaded by these fucking elves. We have to get out of here or something. Like, right? Fighting? So, KT, what is, what is your goal, like your interpersonally in this moment, what are you trying to achieve from Gnar right now? You want him to kind of keep your secret? Do you suspect that he kind of knows your secret? Yeah. Or some secret yeah. of yours? Yes, yeah. Some secret of mine. Okay. Um, Eric, yeah, what, what do you think? 
Um, I think that at this point, with Gnar's hope level and his secret, <laughs> um, I think he is inclined to acquiesce. Oh, okay. Then what that does, that what that means is that um, you are successful at this kind of private moment of vulnerability. Um, you both recover hope equal to d6 plus the sum of the marks you have on each other. So both of you roll a d6 for me. Okay. I got a three. I got a three too. Both got three, so you're both going to get the same amount. Big Hug, you have no marks on Gnar, but Gnar, you have two marks on Big Hug. Right. So you both recover five hope. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. How about that? Um, you are now up to eight hope, Big Hug. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And Gnar is up to 12 hope, which means that Gnar now has hope for escape and continued fighting. Mm -hmm. and whenever you try to do something, you can re-roll two of your dice if you want. Sweet. Dope. All right, cool. Any other, any other kind of relationships, private moments that anybody wants to have? Uh, I'm gonna approach Umug. Uh, Umug, uh, what's your current condition? Like, are you still still sitting or standing up, or what's going on? Uh, probably standing, because she jumped out of the way of the wall. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna just approach you. You alright? Yeah, I mean, the wall was big, but why are you asking me? I'm a, I'm a master weaponsmith. <laughs> yes! That about me. <laughs> Umug. Umug, you being a master weaponsmith has nothing to do with the well-being of your physical state. You do, you are aware of that, correct? At least not when they're, at least not when we're not around a forge. Maybe I'm... if we were around a forge, <laughs> your physical well-being might be questioned, depending on whether or not you're, you know. Look, I just, I mean, okay, I'll level, I'll just level with you a little, like, I know I always act really angry and weird around you, and like I'm really jealous of you. I'm not jealous of you. I'm really jealous. I'm not jealous of you, okay? I'm not jealous. <laughs> anyway, I know I always act that way a lot of the time, and I'm always bringing up that I'm a master weaponsmith, and it's just because you're such a better orc than me. Like, you're just like a proper orc, and like I, I look like a proper orc, but listen to my voice, and like you're better at fighting than me. No, you're not. I'm better at fighting than you. I'm way better at fighting than you. I'm so much better at fighting than you, because I'm a master weapon. Anyway, you're better at fighting than I am, and I mean, it's just really hard, you know, having somebody, the only other weaponsmith in town, be so much better. I'm better. You're, I mean... Umug. It's just hard. Umug. I, okay. So, one thing at a time. I don't think I'm better than you. I look at you as my equal. I saw those shields you made three days ago. Beautiful technique. Beautiful technique. You know, the first time I made a shield was the last time I made a shield. <laughs> Just keep that in consideration. And I kind of do the, the bop on a chin. Mm. <laughs> and then walk past. Maybe I can be a master shieldsmith. 
Oh, that's that so sweet. Beautiful. Oh, that oh. was lovely. That uh, by all that is definitely a successful private moment. Mm -hmm. Both of you, give me a, a D six roll, please. Four. Oh no! That, I looked at hers. <laughs> two. Four. Majug is a two. Uh, Majug, you do have one mark on Umug, so it's one, and Umug. So that's just one added to both. So okay. Umug, you gain five hope, and Majug gains three. So Majug, you're up to eight hope, and Umug, you are up to ten hope. Very so nice. have hope for survival now, instead of just hoping for an honorable death? Yes. Yep. Nice. Now, um, how about, so uh, Wuglot and Harumph, Either of you want to have a private moment? I guess. <laughs> I mean, if I gotta. <laughs> it was. It was more like. It was more like. Well, how the hell can I follow that? Jesus I mean. Christ. I mean. What. I, what I will say is that, like, Harumph and Wuglot, you you were um, the ones kind of passing the keys back and forth, and when you kind of passed the keys back and forth both times, your hands kind of kind of grazed. Fingers can crazy to Oh, oh scandalous. Okay. Um, cool. <laughs> Look, you have to understand, as a human, I am very awkward. So as an orc, it doesn't get any better. You're awkward. This is just it. You're awkward. Yeah. Or, um, 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 uh, I uh, noticed that we uh, crazed hands and uh, noticed how smooth your hands were. Um, I, I, I've never felt such smooth hands before. Have you, uh, <laughs> have you moisturized? Oh, well, I usually, you know, bathe in the blood of my enemies, so I guess that's half of moisturizing. Ah. I, I mean, I do tend to get a lot of blood on my hands from, like, ripping axes out of dead bodies just after they've been killed. So, yeah, I guess I do moisturize a little bit. Your hands were very lovely, too. A slight bit wet, but, you know, I, I'm not going to judge you for that. I don't really know what that's about. Oh, yeah, that was probably from Gunnar's drool. Uh, a little bit of wet saliva <laughs> from holding his head, trying to, uh... Lift him over the toilet. <laughs> well, all, all that makes perfect sense, and I'm not going to ask any more questions about that. Um, <laughs> no, you, no it's, totally, it's totally fine. It's totally fine if you ask questions about that. It, it, there was nothing sexual or weird about it. It was purely to get keys. Oh, I see. So your, your key was in the toilet that somebody fished out with their mouth. That makes... <laughs> That makes the situation even better, uh, which actually explains a lot about the other side, because we actually found the key in another person's mouth. We just happened to be dead for a long time, so maybe that was just the only way you could get it out. This place is filled with all sorts of weird magic. I wouldn't be surprised if the elves did some sort of weird key garden, like you could only pick it up with your tongue or something. It's crazy. <laughs> I imagine Harumph said all of that in one breath. Oh my god. That was literally all one breath. Um, that was incredible. Um, and I'm going to call that a successful private oh. moment. <laughs> because the, sex, the sexual tension of talking about all that was, was palpable. Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily sexual, but 
There was something going on there. Um, so yeah, both of you roll me a d6. I got a three. I got a five. What do I add to that? Neither of you have marks on the other, so it'll just be the straight rolls, the queer rolls. Um, <laughs> it ain't nothing uh, straight about this. <laughs> yeah. So Wooglot, you get three hope, and Harumph gets five. So, jeez! Harumph, you're up to 15 hope already! Holy moly. Jeez! Um, I'm just Wooglot. so full of hope. I'm bursting with it. I mean, we're still in the cell. How can you not be when you talk like we're this? We're still in the cell. <laughs> um, all right. Fine, we'll find our way out. No problem. It's probably going to fall down by itself in a minute anyway. <laughs> As you say that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> As you say that. I am the Omen Scryer. <laughs> <laughs> so as you say that, the ground beneath your feet begins to shift yet again. Yet again, it begins to quake. The entire fortress starts to buckle and sway, and you all turn your head slowly toward the cell bars, through which you see something very strange. Though not entirely strange, for over the past several years of this war, you have indeed heard rumors of this very thing. Through the bars, you see a thousand orchid blossoms. No, two thousand, three thousand, now four thousand, five, cascade down through both ends of the dungeon corridor outside your cell. The orchid blossoms form gigantic tidal waves crashing against the walls and billowing forward, carried along by some unseen yet unspeakably powerful force. You each stare wide-eyed, for you know that in a matter of seconds, the only place these orchid blossoms will have to go is into this very cell. You think of every strange story you've heard of cursed orchids devouring elf and orc alike, and it dawns on you now that this is how you must go. Uh-oh. Oh. That was a real oh. short lunch shot. But, uh, you know, it was a great game, everyone. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> but then, a split moment later, you all hear a rumble and a crash behind you. You turn to see a single, clean-cut, rectangular, glowing doorway in the rear dungeon um, and I just realized I didn't I forgot to bring your tokens over. So just imagine that uh, <laughs> that you're all still that we in this still exist. Cell, obviously, <laughs> imagine that you still exist. <laughs> imagine such a thing. Um, this 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 glowing doorway appears in the the rear dungeon wall. Whatever this doorway is, wherever it came from, it appears to be your only escape from impending doom. Did somebody draw? <laughs> you're drawing yourselves on the. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's amazing. You all are feeling hopeful for at least survival. Do you run through this door that appears? I feel like, oh man, I feel like as the omen scryer, I need to be like, what? Wait. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Give me a, a roll with power to kind of yeah. scry the omen of this door in this the mean? the. the the few seconds you have yeah. as these orchid blossoms are coming <laughs> right. toward you. 
Yeah, but I don't have a token to click on, so how do I roll? Just do 3d6s. Uh, just three, okay. All right. 626. <laughs> you definitely succeed, uh, but your reputation causes problems. So, <gasps> so you uh so you scry you scry in this door in the split moment as the orchid blossoms are descending on you you what do you do for your omen scrying uh, well i <laughs> i wrap my arms around myself and i crush myself as hard as i can until i cut the blood flow off to my brain as much as i can and get a vision you give yourself a, a big hug? Yes, I give myself a big yeah. hug. Now, guys, I so, didn't come up with that name. I picked that name. <laughs> <laughs> so you like, do How that. How do I make this name work? And in this moment, in the moment that your blood flow kind of stops, you 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 scry that this door is safe. This yeah. is exactly where you have to go. And but because you are heartless, yeah. you immediately let go of your hug and push yeah. everybody out of yes. the way <laughs> and run out first. You pull a George Costanza. Yeah. Yes. You're like, yes. Orchid Blossoms! Orchid Blossoms! It's actually awesome. funny because I was actually going to make sure that everybody else got through their hole before me. Aw. That's awesome. So you um, succeeded at that. You are going to get one hope. Oh, sweet. And here is where we're going to take a little bathroom break. Nice. You have gone to the door. Yay! We're going to take, uh, you know, maybe a five-minute break. Hopefully come back in five. Um, cool. And then we'll keep on playing. Sound good? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Sounds great. All right. BRB, everybody. How are you doing, AJ? How are you feeling? Good. I was just talking with my roommate. He was like, what the hell are you doing downstairs? <laughs> uh, you're kicking ass in your first role-playing game experience ever. Yeah. That's what you're really funny. First ever? Your first? Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Holy shit. Right? Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. But my roommate was like, why are you grunting and screaming downstairs? <laughs> <laughs> I love that you can claim that your first role-playing experience ever, you have a fucking fanny pack. I mean, like, right. what? That's, that's like the best, the best thing I've ever heard. Like, yes. Thank you. And that you invented Quiznos in, in whatever. <laughs> right? That's a pretty big thing, too. Yeah. Yes. Their commercials are already so kind of weirdly orcish. We love the sobs. <laughs> I don't know what Christmas is. I'm pretty sure it's a sandwich thing. Mm -hmm. It is a sandwich it's thing. It's a yeah. sandwich thing. Cool. That's all I need. Oh my God. He has a pepper bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. If we're already going, you can take us back in. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Uh, before break, our group of orcs had found themselves taken captive by the enemy. They interacted, they role-played. Um, the wall between them collapsed. Somebody got a swirly at my insistence. <laughs> hey, that's and... what being a DM allows you to do. <laughs> And then thousands upon thousands of orc blossoms cascaded through the fortress Enor, forced them through a mysterious door that suddenly appeared in the rear dungeon wall. 
Now, my orcish friends, you find yourself in a cold, damp, dark, subterranean tunnel. Mm. Um, you guys can all move your tokens, or I can kind of move them for you. Uh, the tunnel is really just a transitional space. <laughs> Uh, but what I will say is that if anybody at this point in the game wanted a pri any kind of private moment to be more uh, physical or sexual in nature, uh, <laughs> in the dark shadows of the tunnel might be a good place to do it. <laughs> because I realized too late that all the other spaces I've designed in the game, or that Huawei helped me design, really don't have any private areas for such a thing. So if anybody's at a um, point where they would do something or try something like that. It's now or never. <laughs> it's now or never. Um, it oh, isn't man. now or never. There will be more tunnels. Later. <laughs> It'll be the only time you can get a chance to play Who's in My Mouth. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only game I can play now. <laughs> <laughs> Tibby's in the chat saying maybe they don't want privacy, and that's all fine and good, but I don't want to impose exhibitionism. That's fair, yeah. Everybody has their own thing. So if speak now, if you would like to, you know, it's it's weird, right? You're kind of at these in the kind of first section of hope. You might be feeling kind of randy. Um, you might feel I'll more. I'll make you randy. <laughs> you might feel more like doing such things later in the game, but if anybody's kind of antsy now, let me know. In the next ten seconds. Ten. Nine. <laughs> eight. Well, how about? Uh, well, I am a little bit afraid of the dark, and I feel like it's probably a little bit dark in here. Um, it is. And since uh, Big Hug and I were cellmates, I run towards them and uh, try to give them a hug. A big, like, I'm scared hug. Like, oh my god, like, it's so dark in here. Oh, 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 careful, careful. Hugs, hugs are, are tools. They are not for, what are you doing? Careful, careful. Oh, I need to be, I'm, I'm just scared and it's, it's dark in here and wet, and I just, uh, we were cellmates, so I thought maybe we could just hug it out. Are you trying to omen scry? What do you, what are you doing? Big hug, embrace the hug. Embrace the hug, what? No, I, I. Embrace the hug. What? No, we have to get out of here. I've right? told you time and time again, embrace the hug. You are the worst teacher ever. I'm terrible. I mean, <laughs> shh, shh. I can't say this. It's only like. The one of the first scenery pieces we can't <laughs> can't give away everything right now, right? I don't know. I know, I know you love the slow burn, big hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, I, 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 I'll take his arm and and like try to uh, like guide him, but I'm afraid of the hugs, man. I, I, hugs to me are very. They're like a, a, a tool, like a, or a, like a weapon. You know I mean? You're so right. You, exactly. I mean, you could, you could do a little like, uh, kind of like a version of the, is it the, is it ghost that has the pottery scene? It <laughs> is. Yes, it you is. could it teach is him, ghost. you could try yes. to teach him how to like hug in a useful way. Like 
try to teach him some omen scrying or something. Yeah, yeah, your your grip is not strong enough. You got here. Use this. In fact, so 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 another so it's the same big rat as before. <laughs> Comes running up, and the rat is like fucking rat. Hello, you guys again. Uh-huh. Oh, you one who was making eyes with me earlier. <laughs> you look like you're trying to hug an omen scryer who only uses hugs for utilitarian purposes. <laughs> what say you, the three of us, participate in a kind of ghost pottery scene-like three-way <laughs> where, where that one h- hugs you from behind and you hug me and they guide you in hugging me and because you are uh, and and talking to me and omen scrying me at the same time or something like that. Uh, so... <laughs> no, 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 no! You can't just say and something like that. <laughs> Look, I'm making this shit up on the spot. It's up to you guys. You're imagining I... these two giant orcs hugging this rat and squeezing <laughs> it and killing it and like. Well, because yeah, I don't hear that, right? Like, I don't hear the rat. I just hear squeaking. I'm like, oh, no, kill it. Wooglot, oh. <laughs> you're a beast speaker. You... I will protect you from the rat. And I try to grab it. Wooglot, oh. <laughs> give me a roll with power to see if you can kind of mediate between the rat and Big Hug. Um, so, you, so you're kind of successful. So you're not able to kind of save the rat from being kind of were you spinning like no. twirling in the air <laughs> no. I was gonna grapple it like I was like hugging it but like showing him like no careful oh, the okay. rat I'm protecting him I have my arm I, th- I thought I had my arm around uh, Wooglot maybe like because he was trying to hug me but I was trying to yeah you know protect him from my hug oh it's so, so strong so the original so the rats the rats plan for a choreographed uh, pottery scene uh, does not work out because you only have this one, you only rolled one four or above. Um, and so uh, it's all, it all got mixed up. There was not great communication for this threesome that happens. I read it Aww. on Reddit all the time. Um, no safe word. All the time. Every day. <laughs> so you, but you do manage to, you, you kind of manage to, to, to keep Big Hog from killing the rat. But so now, Big Hug, you are hugging a rat uh, <laughs> while kind of half-hugging Wooglot. And, and he's trying so, to get me to stop, right? Well, he, he's or trying no. to get you to, to not kill him. And you, you've heard that. You're like, all right, uh, okay. I won't kill him. But you, um, you're you doing kind of an omen scrying kind of right. ritual on this rat. So go ahead and give me a roll with okay. power. Um, Wooglot, I'm going to roll a d3 for you to see how much hope you got from a successful beast speaking three and one and one so it's so that is a oh god okay so there's some ways to navigate the rat explodes (laughs) (laughs) unrelated to the hug yeah is up to 10 hope um you have a so your secret Ooh, your secret becomes kind of visible um, which so again, I think it's it's kind of the same. Like you, you were hugging this thing really tight. Yeah, Wooglot is kind of like, um, ah, no, don't kill it. It's a friendly French sex sexual rock rat. Um, yeah, sexy rat. Yeah, and so you might so so 
you re- you were kind of on the fur. You like the rat was definitely hurt a little bit, and yeah. so you kind of loosen. The, you don't uh, succeed at any kind of omen um, mm. scrying because it is just a sex fueled rat. Um, rat. A sex fueled rat. Fueled. I was thinking. So if my secret comes out, I was thinking maybe I could even like just be like, it's it's okay. You don't know anything about omen scrying. We don't. You don't know about hugs. Like. I'm a little, I'm like comforting him a little bit. Like you just didn't know. You didn't know that if you, you hug, big hug, you get the big hug and you may, you may explode or something. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Are you comforting? Can you be, yeah. are you comforting the rat or Wooglot or both? <laughs> no, Wooglot, I have the rat. I feel like if you just picture I'm holding this giant rat because you said it's huge, right? <laughs> like it's like a fucking carnival prize. I'm just holding it like it's not. Meanwhile, it's like oversexed or something, so I don't know, it's humping me, but I'm like, it's okay, Rat. It's okay. I'm comforting one person, I'm comforting the other. I'm trying to (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um you in kind of comforting Wooblot and like your secret is revealed. That is some vulnerability. That is a successful private moment. Oh. Both of you roll a d6 for me. Sweet. Roll a d6. Roll a d6. Four. Jesus Christ, you two have a lot of marks on each other. <laughs> yeah? Good lord. Actual marks? <laughs> you. <laughs> They're called hickeys, Adam. <laughs> you just gained seven Whoa. Oh, nice. You're up to 17 hope. <laughs> um, and Big Hug, what did you roll? A four. A four? You gained nine hope. Whoa. What? Whoa. No way. That's insane. Again, this is an experimental tweak of an existing <laughs> system. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're up to 18 hope, Big Hug. Nice. So that means that both of you are now kind of... Um, yeah. Like you have hope for something more. Now. Oh my God! Yeah, something this different, rat. Something new. Not just <laughs> this rat. This rat is really is changing something inside me. I'm looking at Wooglot a little differently. You have a son now. You have a rat. <laughs> <laughs> what you've always wanted, big hug. <laughs> I don't know why, but every time somebody says I have a son, I just my mind just immediately goes back to the Kevin Costner Robin Hood when little John's child was like, I have a son! <laughs> How many different Robin Hood movies can we reference tonight, guys? Oh We're up to two so far. Let's Holy keep going. Oh, that's amazing. So it's so it's it's up to you guys, AJ and uh KT. How you can kind of think about, well, yeah, it, does it have to do with co-parenting this rat? Yeah. I don't know, but you're feeling very hopeful, more hopeful than you have in a long time. That was a big jump in hope for me, that's for sure. Yeah, that's because uh. like you guys failed like so many things and kind of rolled ones <laughs> and sixes enough, both of you earlier, yeah. that your marks on each other are just high enough that like yeah. you see each other and you see each other's vulnerability and your secrets more clearly than ever before, which is ironic because you're in a very dark cavern. Yeah. I mean, my arms around him, you're very smooth, aren't you? Very clean. <laughs> I think oh, that's, yes, thank you. That's been thank you for noticing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. 
your hands are, are rough, uh, nice and rough, and uh, feels good on my smooth skin. All right, I see where this is going. Are you guys gonna bone in the shadows, dude? I don't, I don't know if I can do that quite yet. We're gonna have to do at least Not a yet? couple more rats. We're gonna need to go through a couple more rats before we do that. Huh. I, I, I can sense that, and so I hand you the rat. <laughs> This is your rat now. You want, do you want to hold this rat? Thank you. That's what I wanted. I've been, can I just toss the rat like, <laughs> against the wall? Oh, As no! A... No! <laughs> are you trying to? Done? Are you trying to kill the rat? No, I'm just trying to get rid of it. Oh. Yeah, you're trying to get rid of it because now are you are you guys at a point where you want to <laughs> do something physical in the shadows? I'll, I'll leave that up to Big Hug. I'll, uh, well, if he throws the rat away and if it's like a passionate throw, then maybe I'll just like touch his hand. Like, you know, like, oh, his hand his was outstretched. He threw it, you know, and I'll just reach out. Like, I don't even know what's going on because it's fucking dark and like, what are we doing? But yes, okay. Your hands touch in the shadows. Is that it? Well, that's what I said. <laughs> AJ, the ball is in your court. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> is this what D&D is? <laughs> this is what Tim Kaylor This is what Big Queer It's was. whatever you want it to be, baby. D&D can be exactly like this if that's what you want, yes. Look, we're not going to narrate everything. Just give me just give me a little nod if you, if you think this deserves some... Some hot music. A little little sexual nod. (laughs) All right, here we go. Salacious. Here you both are. You feel your hearts melt simultaneously. You feel your interiors shatter. And like primal beasts, you (laughs) plunge into a shared river of passion and sheer sensual instinct. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) music. This is like some 80s porn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so know everybody... what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I had to do it. Everybody yeah. can have their own head cannon as to where Gnar is during this whole <laughs> thing, too. <by> the way. <laughs> <laughs> because he's definitely carrying Gnar in yep. the Yep. <laughs> Just placed on a, sh- on a ledge somewhat nearby. Maybe. <laughs> That's awesome. You're welcome, Adam. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, so that happens. And now what's weird is that um, uh, when you guys are done, you return to the group and you're walking forward and you start to see a weird glow, a glowing light. And as you get closer, you uh, see what appears to be the front of a rather nice looking tavern. What? nestled between the two rock faces that form this tunnel. Outside of the tavern is a sign with the simple word cavern written in fancy flowing script, except that the C is crossed out and the letter T is scrawled above it in a less fancy, less flowing hand. Guys, we're playing Adam's game. Yeah. Can you tell? I don't know if yes. you can tell. Is I just got here. So this is all. 
Uh, um, so, yeah. I, like, I read a lot. I mean, I don't read a lot. I just make weapons a lot. I like making weapons a lot. I make shields a lot. All right. Okay, Lena. Everybody like else just took a mark on you. <laughs> it wasn't, you didn't even have to roll. You just let everybody take a mark on you. Real lot. My making of shields that I do all the time, no other hobbies, has told me that this is really strange. Like... <laughs> This is very bizarre. I'm kind of freaked out. Um, those of you who omen scry, um, big hug. I respect the hell out of your omen scrying abilities. Can you tell us what the fuck is going on here? All right. <clears throat> Roll with power. Yeah, I'm going to. Well, I mean, man. Yeah, I was just being grabbed in another way, but. I, <laughs> I am. I'm all sweaty. Some of my markings have rubbed off, and I have to take. I have to reach into a pouch on my, at my waist, and use a little. I have like a, a fine powder that keeps my hands dry, so I can really get a good grip on myself. And I see what I can get from that. <laughs> uh, cool. I, I look. I look at Wooglot with a knowing look as I do it. A little jealous. <laughs> I mean, the moment, moment that we just shared together, and now you're reaching in for some, some white powder. I'm not really sure what's going on here. <laughs> it's a little damp in places, okay? <laughs> Certain places. Um, so you succeed. You, yeah, your omen scrying. Like, yeah, this actually weirdly. Like yeah, Umug is kind of weirded out by it, but but um, weirdly, like going off of your omen scrying on the door in the, that appeared in the cell, yeah. and then coming through this tunnel, um, the this tavern feels of a piece with kind of what's happening right now. It feels it feels right. It doesn't feel threatening. It feels like an extension of of that first door that kind of opened up. It's like, oh, no, we belong here. We, we're supposed to go through that door. Um, okay, I'm going to lift up uh, Gnarver's head and be like, and like, look at him, like, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but this seems, this seems good. Uh, yes, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you embrace the hug? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. It was it was good. It's it, right. It's good. The good place. Look, look within the hug. Is this a good place? Look within the hug. Uh, and I hug you. I hug your head. Okay. <laughs> I hug your head. Is was this the right? It's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> yes, it's good. Can can we see all of this? Yeah, you see all of it. It's weird. <laughs> Regretfully, you see all of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, big hug. Yes. You 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 good? Uh yeah yes. Uh, this is good. It, the omens. I yes. Every, this is a good place. We go inside. It is. It will. It will bring us good things to come. Yes. Okay. Right. Well, I, I I can't read, so I don't know what it says on the sign, obviously. But I think we died, and this is clearly Valhalla. We did it, guys. We <laughs> got here. I mean, it's the only explanation. I just walk in. 
That's the first smart thing you've ever said, Haram. <laughs> I, I I pinch Harumph on the arm. Yeah, that's okay. You're supposed to be able to feel pain in the afterlife. Otherwise, what would be the point of constantly battling? It's the pain that makes it good. <laughs> that's the second smart thing you've ever said. Mm. Oh, well, thank you, mm. Luck. That mm. means so much to me. You know, two for a hundred. But... Yeah, I mean, that's not bad for me. I mean, really, if you think about it. So you're, you're, you're chattering with one another. This is a fun group chemistry that's come about as you walk through the door. <laughs> and Stop it with the group chemistry! <laughs> <laughs> Stop role-playing! <laughs> <laughs> right? No time! Ooh. He's a big boy in the corner there, wow. Yeah, why is there a giant person wearing a baseball cap in a corner? You find yourselves in an improbably nice tavern. It is clean, well-lit, <clears throat> pretty upscale even. Certainly not the kind of place you'd expect to find at the end of a mysterious subterranean tunnel. There is a burning hearth to your left, a bullseye target hanging on the wall to your right, mm. and a bar straight ahead. Behind the bar is a bartender, a large elvish man, who gives you a big smile <gasps> and a wave as you enter. You also see a human girl in a red dress at a table to your right, and a giant in alchemy robes in the far corner to the left. Oh. I didn't know elves went to Valhalla too. That's interesting. I never they really about that. There's no way they do, Harumph. We need to go cut off, cut off that elf's head. This is not okay. Does that work in Valhalla? Or will he just come like Ganarg and just like kind of hang around? I don't know. I've never been to Valhalla before. Well, we can find out. I mean, I have an axe on me right now. Let's just go. And I start looking. I will stop if somebody wants to stop me. As you get closer, you see two ghosts sitting at the bar. One is a, the, the ghost of an elf, and one is the ghost of an orc. How do and we know they're ghosts? Because they're kind of shimmering. Like, they, you they're not fully present or like cor corpuscular? Corporeal. Corporeal. Corpuscular. <laughs> yeah, corpuscular. I, I got it right the first time. And they, are, and they are, and so like as, I would say that as anybody who like, whose instinct is to kill this elf, who by the way, again, is like just smiling broadly and waving at you, you would kind of actually be uh, stopped short by seeing these, this elf and this orc kind of, they're ghosts, but they're like uh, having a good time together. They're drinking together, they're laughing. They don't seem to, they don't uh, pay attention to you at all, but you see that, and that probably is like, that's, you've never even imagined that. Because as long as you remember, you've been at war. Well, I definitely do try and stop Harumph. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, I understand. Just, just, so, just hear me out, and I'll do everything in my power to make sure that you can understand this. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you. Very welcome. We are still alive. Okay. You got that? What so, evidence? What what evidence do you have to back that up? Because I got a hell of a lot of evidence right here to back my theory up. Oh, I, just, oh, okay. Oh, 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 uh, 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 let me find a voice here. Sorry. <laughs> the bartender. The bartender says He's German. Um, no. no. <laughs> 
Um, He's French again. Boy, I'll can answer that question for you. Angus Everhard here, proprietor of this here establishment. And uh, I got to say, yeah, you're all definitely very much alive. Welcome to the tavern. What can I get for you? But isn't that just what a dead person would say? You would think that, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh no, let, oh, let me be clear here. I am very much dead. Oh. See? You all are very much alive. Oh. oh. Okay. I don't know how to... I've never read anything like this. I've never read anything at all. So. I think I should probably just kill them, right? Kill him? Kill the bartender? Uh, well, I'm already dead, though. I'm a, maybe we kill I, I, us, and then we'll join them. Yeah, and then we can kill the bartender. Yeah, Come on, the third smart thing you ever said. That's what we got. Angus do. here, the bartender here, Angus. Yes. Uh, Everybody, listen Angus. to Angus. <laughs> Angus. Yes. What killed you? What killed me? Yes. Uh, last thing I remember. He's... Oh, I'm turning into perpetuity. Yeah, you are. <laughs> last, thing I rem- last thing I remember is uh, I was rowing a canoe down the river and uh, uh, some weird... I don't know. I just remember the colors purple and white as I drowned. It's very strange. Anyway, welcome to the tavern. Uh, just going to say this. We really like any other tavern. Except we're underground and probably mystical or whatever. Um, have so just you know you can do whatever you want here. You can order some drinks. You can uh, take a seat, and Duroth will be around to take your order. <gasps> um, yeah, yeah. Did, <gasps> did I hear a gasp just now? <gasps> anyway, as you can see. As the GM listed, there are numerous parts of the tavern that you might feel like maybe interacting with. It is Burbage. <laughs> I've got some beef with you, Angus. I don't believe your story. Oh, that's oh my a, god! Uh, yeah, it's a good one, there, right? That's a good one. I like you. I like you. Very funny. Everything in my power to avoid doing that. <laughs> Well, yeah, like I said, yeah, there's a giant in alchemy robes over there next to a flower, a mysterious purple and white flower. There is a target, a bullseye target over there and and some axes if anybody wanted to do something over there with that. And that little girl over there um, might also be worth interacting with for any just looking at the time for any master weaponsmiths <laughs> in the group. Master weaponsmith. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> Where's the little girl? I didn't. Little oh, girl okay, is. Okay, I see. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, she's like finagling with a teapot or something. Finagling <laughs> okay. is a brilliant word. If you look over, she's actually got like uh, a bunch of like what we would understand in modern times as like balloons made out of whatever they would have in this time. They're not blown up, but she's kind of pouting. She's she's kind of sad. She's uh, mm. struggling with these balloons in front of her. Yeah. Well, probably because they're made out of like sheep intestines or some shit. That's sad. <laughs> it's it's sad. so bad. <laughs> 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 
Listen, if you can make them work as condoms in Fable, I mean, it can sure. work as balloons. Um, I, if I've learned anything in my life, it's that. <laughs> yeah, condoms <laughs> can be anything. Um, I'm going to grab a drink and happily go off to the axe throwing. That seems like a lot of fun. I'm still convinced we're dead and this is heaven, so I'm, I'm going to have a great time. Nice. Do you wanna do you want to just kind of do some solo axe throwing on the target? Um, I guess if no one wants to come with me, I'm just you know, this is the start of eternity. I'm just gonna get the party started. <laughs> Does anybody want to play a round of axe throwing, kind of like darts but with axes, with with uh, a rump? I'll go. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, Gnar. <laughs> I, I challenge you, Gnar. Yeah, yeah. I'll look at Gnar's really, like, I, I notice I'm holding him. I notice his, like, wistful expression looking at the, the axe-throwing station, and I'm like, I, I, uh, you, uh, drink and uh, axe-throwing? You want to, I'll throw you at it? I, I, uh, Let's improvise. <laughs> 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 All right, so Big Hug takes Gnar over with um, with Harumph. So you guys can play, yeah, play a round of axe throwing. Harumph, you get to roll with power. Um, cool. Big Hug, you just do a regular roll. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, we roll now? Okay. We're yeah. rolling now. Cool. I got six some twice my reputation and secret. That's not great. Fascinating. So... Uh, Big Hug is pretty good. I mean, you know, um, for an omen scryer. Um, well, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially because I'm yeah. trying to make Ganar feel like he's involved. So I'm like, uh, I'm throw like, it, throw it there. Here, throw it there. Here, Big Hug, Big I'm trying Hug. to put his head on my shoulder like it's a parrot, and yeah. his head is there. <laughs> and I'm like, right, this is your. Uh, pretend my arm is your arm. <laughs> Try to throw it. Why don't we put yeah. an axe in Gnar's mouth and then throw Gnar at the, <gasps> the board? That way he's that throwing seems... the, not, the the axe, right? Sort of. That is a much better idea. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. Right. I love it. Awesome. Let's do it. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> we do that. <clears throat> yes. We do, <laughs> we do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead and give me, I don't even know. I guess <laughs> Big Hug, give me another roll. Why don't, how about Gnar gets you? Gnar, yeah, Gnar give me a all right, roll. It's all me, me. Yeah. it's definitely my it's skill Gnar. involved. Gnar's doing this on yep. his own. All right, I've got this grip. I balance this ax perfectly in Here, my I'll teeth. Or I'm roll. gonna try. I'll click with you. All right, click, there we go, we just did it. Right. Oh, there you go, well. All right, you succeed, um, mm -hmm. but be, but but your reputation as being really pious causes a problem. So as you're, are you you're you're soaring through the air with an axe in your mouth? I am, yes. <laughs> so yeah, how much your normally like normally with any kind of like um, game or, or or something like that, I would I would certainly pray to the gods to 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 you know guide me. But I've got this axe in my mouth, so yeah. I so can't. You, you uh, well, so you, you're trying to pray to your god. You right. accidentally pray to a whole other god. Mm -hmm. So, like, you're trying yeah. to pray to the orcish god uh, of, like, Bagarat. Yeah, and Bagarat. Because of the axe in your mouth, you accidentally pray to... Uh, it's, it comes out sounding like Bahalat. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And weirdly, weirdly, like, in a weird, I'm not a theologian, but this is kind of like Mm -hmm. the big bang for Behelet. Like this, you praying to one god but saying the wrong name, you have created the god of Behelet in this world. So everything going bad in Fates of Ren is on you, Gnar. Yeah, this is all Gnar's fault. (laughs) Just so you know, yeah. this is your fault. Uh, it's Gnarrr. <laughs> Let's. Uh, we'll see if Andy lets that be canon. <laughs> he has to. He He's not to. here. All right. He can't talk, so it's canon now. <laughs> so you all kind of you all uh, succeeded. I mean, so yeah, Gnar and Big Hug. You don't gain any hope, but you with two rolls above four, Harumph, you gained some hope, and I added it to your character sheet. Cool. You are up to 18 hope. Cool. I, I still awesome. need my reputation in secret has to show, though, doesn't it? Because I got six of Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, both of them do. Yes. Do you have an idea for how to do that? Um, I think <laughs> the fact that I heard somebody I respect so deeply utter the name of a false god in my presence <laughs> is just, I am outraged, like, just completely outraged. But I very quickly, like, when I realized it was the axe in his mouth, I didn't really have much of a choice. I sort of, sort of like, you know, feel a bit bad and I pick him up and brush him off. It's like, that was such a good job. You did fantastic, Gnarrk. I mean, like, before I go again? <laughs> that's perfect. Because, yeah, your reputation is pious. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. I love this. And now we understand the source of the southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so pious. I just can't help it. <laughs> so because of that, Big Hug and uh, Gnar both gained two marks on you. Yep. And what is what are the rest of you doing as they kind of play axes in the corner? I was uh, I'm going to get... Oh. Uh, was... Oh, <laughs> are you both kind of... <laughs> I can't say anybody's orc names. Um, and say, um, maybe... Maybe since we're both, we're both master weaponsmiths, we could go talk to the little, the little weird girl together, because we're both master weaponsmiths, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Also, wasn't Josh and we are still alive. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, Harumph is a fucking idiot. Like... Like generally, oh, yeah, yeah. like whooping in the background, throwing around the head with an accent. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this is pretty bizarre. So maybe just this once, they're right. Well, look at it this way, and I point to all of the the dead attendees. <laughs> you see how they are? You see how you can like so transparent that you can put their hand. Behind through them? Yeah, it'd make it really hard to kill them. I know, that's the problem. So, here's how I can figure out that we're still alive. And I take your hand into mine. Oh. Feel that? I can feel you. You're solid. Mm. So are you. And as long as we are, it means we still got a heart that beats. 
yeah, I guess maybe there's still hope. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I do declare over. It was really something. Very nice. Was that a private moment? I mean, Jesus. Uh, yeah, it fucking was. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Wooblot's standing like directly behind me, but sure. <laughs> so, both of you roll a d6 for me. Okay. Hey, wow. twinsies. <laughs> nice. So, okay. So, definitely Majug has reached 20. Uh, Majuk has two marks on Umug. So it's two plus six. Eight. Eight. Um, <laughs> interesting. Really interesting. So, you reach 18 hope, <clears throat> Lena, Umug. Majuk, you reach 20 hope, which according to my revised big queer arcs rule sheet, something <laughs> badass happens. So it's really interesting because so like your hands are touching, you have this really sweet moment and you're walking over to the girl um, and the badass moment is going to happen momentarily. Um, but let's role play this moment. You come over to the girl. She's kind of pouting. She's kind of like got her head on her fist like this. Hey, weird little girl. Hey. What's up? What's what's wrong? What's wrong is that it's my birthday. It's my birthday, and 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 I can't blow up these weird sheep intestine balloons because I'm allergic <laughs> to sheep intestines. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's a very common problem. Uh... And here's what I want. I want to be very clear. My name is Maisie. I'm an NPC. <laughs> and this is what I want. Are you two weaponsmiths? Yeah, we're both weaponsmiths. We're both Are you master weaponsmiths? We're both master weaponsmiths. Very conveniently, very master weaponsmiths, yes. Well, good. Maybe finally my parents didn't get something wrong. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm being I'm being I'm being being a little turd. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's my birthday. It's been my birthday all day, or maybe for a thousand years. I can't even keep track anymore. All I want is for some master weaponsmiths to blow these balloons up into balloon weapons, and then to, uh, you know, fight each other with them. <laughs> Does she look transparent? Uh, actually, no. She is not transparent. Okay. Happy emotionally. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want a feast. I want a bean feast. <laughs> so do the two of you uh, uh, blow up some balloons and make them fashion them into like swords or axes or whatever? Sure. I mean, you know, it's a little girl. You know, you know what to make her. Or a balloon shield. So both of you give me rolls with power. Okay. All right. Hmm. Interesting. This goes along perfectly with actually the fact that Majug 
reached 20 before Mug. So you succeed, Majug, and <clears throat> you're already at 20 hope, and so you you make... Describe what you might... Like, the, the, the most badass, incredible, unbelievable thing that you... Weapon that you could make out of, like, out of a balloon. Okay. So, with this lamb intestine balloon... Thanks, KT. <laughs> I'm able to craft not a long sword because I know that Umwug is very self-confident about our long swords. I craft an axe and the axe looks like it could be wielded in one hand. At the same time, it looks like it has the weight that if if you put it, if you do make it a two-hander, you can do some very lethal damage. And keep in mind that this is just a balloon. Yes, indeed. <laughs> awesome. That sounds really. That sounds really badass. Um, you did roll a six on your reputation. Um, I will flag that, like, kind of in my revised rules, when you reach that much hope, you're able to kind of re-roll any dice you want. Uh, but let's not. Okay. Let's just say that you re-rolled your reputation die and you got. A value like either a four or a five, and okay. Fine. Um, All right. <laughs> um, just I think I overcomplicated the rules with my little tweaks. Um, so, so you fashion this incredible axe, Lena Umug doesn't have a full success here because of her secret. How might your secret complicate your approach to this task? So she's she's kind of she's holding the balloon in her hands and is staring at it and it's like really clear she's really massively I did not mean to do that she's really massively overthinking <laughs> it um, and is like staring at it and just like like her brow is furrowed and she's kind of muttering to herself I mean I haven't read about making balloon weapons I don't know how to do that. But I'm a master weaponsmith. I have to be able to figure it out. Yeah, and you try. And what do you do? What do you create out of the balloon? You create something really cool, but I don't think it's actually a weapon. Mm -hmm. She creates a shield out of the balloon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah. Yes. And it's a great does. shield. It's a great shield. But Maisie, it's like. No, I wanted two weapons. Fucking Maisie. <laughs> what are you? What are, what are you? Some kind of intellectual? I saw you. I saw you thinking. You were thinking too much for a warrior. Excuse me. I'm an orc. I don't know how to think or read or... Well, yeah, that but... would be if we're going by by Wizards of the Coast. Nonsense. <laughs> the collapses race and culture. Yeah. We're not. That's true. We're not. We're not. But okay. I'm not an intellectual. I'm just a master weaponsmith, shieldsmith. And this is per perfectly good. I can hit you with this. Do you want me to hit you with this? It's a very good shield, and I can hit you with it. That's okay. It's a balloon. It won't hurt me. <laughs> but you! And she, and she points at Majug, at, at you, Majug, and she says, you have made me an axe worthy of, of how great of an NPC I am. <laughs> <laughs> I honor you 
And weirdly, yeah, like with with the combination, like you have gathered, you you gained all this hope, you nailed this role, and you, Majug, the music in the tavern stops, and and there's a, a little wind kind of picks up. It seems like a mystical kind of wind, uh, but what it actually is is uh, Umug's shield has kind of popped and is kind of <laughs> blowing <laughs> circles in the air. But for a moment, it creates something really, really brilliant. And like, you feel almost like for a split moment, you kind of, your feet kind of float up off the floor just like half an inch. And, and this wind is blowing around you and you're holding this ax and everybody, no matter what they're doing right now, kind of turns and looks and, and there's just this distinct sense that everybody gets with, with, with clarity and, and, and verve that you have become a champion orc. <gasps> you are now a champion orc amongst orcs. And everybody sees it, knows it, admires it, maybe is jealous of it because Umug. <laughs> I don't know how you want to, I mean, your relationship is kind of built. You see this happen, Umug. You were just called out by, by a girl for, for being intellectual. Weirdly, I will say, um, I'm just going to say this, like the other orcs in the room heard that accusation and they have enough marks on you that it's like, oh yeah. Um, Umug's uh, an intellectual, but weirdly, they don't give a shit. And they accept you for who you are. So, um, Majug, you are now a champion orc. And Umug, you do, you notice that, uh, that the giant in the corner is, is reading some books, actually, while kind of doing a little experiment in the corner. Um, meanwhile, Wuglat, were you, were you at all hungry or peckish to maybe sit down and wait for the, the waiter? Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd love to grab a, a snack. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> I think there's some rat left in the cavern back there. <laughs> rat pate splattered on the wall, yeah. <laughs> so you hear... You're kind of sitting over here, Wuglot, and you hear a sound coming from the hearth. Um, the, uh, the fire kind of goes out and something is kind of tumbling down the hearth <gasps> and kind of rolls out in kind of a weird acrobatics move out of the hearth, brings up, dusts some like soot off of it and stands up. And it is... Waiter? It is a headless <laughs> waiter. <laughs> What the fuck? Oh my god, we have a body for Gnar. <laughs> yes! Oh my god! Gnar, oh we got you a new body. And, and, and the waiter kind of bows and and uh, and Agnes, Agnes? Angus. Angus <laughs> from behind the bar is like, hey. Yeah, all right, there's Duroth. Yeah, that's him. And uh, despite the image, it is it is an orcish body without a head. Oh, there's good. Duroth, he's been working for a few years now. Despite being headless, you're the best waiter we've ever had, Duroth. Well done. And Duroth kind of bows, gives a big fancy sweeping bow, and then comes over to you, Wiglot. 
I'm a little bit confused. Is, does he always make a, such a grand entrance through a hearth? He gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he hearing me? He gives you, like, he's kind of like a shrug. <laughs> well, this is interesting. Um, I immediately uh, think that, hmm, there's someone in our group that needs a body. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have no idea how to even conduct a <laughs> surgery like that. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't. Nobody rolled surgeon. No. <laughs> do you Shame. do? Do you want to order food, or are you now distracted by the fact that there's a headless orcish whip? I'm completely distracted by the headless thing in front yeah. of me. <laughs> do you do, do you uh, draw attention from Gunnar to the to the fact that there's a headless body here? Yeah, I think I attract attention to Gunnar and Big Hog. I'm like, hey, Big Hog, Big Hog, please bring me the. Bring me good Gnar. <laughs> uh, I turn around and I mean, like we're mid, like mid trying to throw another. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm about to throw the head with the axe uh -huh. in the mouth again. Oh, 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 oh. I, I, I hear huh? big hug and I turn and I throw it. Oh! At, <laughs> I throw him at Wuglot. Oh no! Oh shit! Oh, oh, holy shit. shit! That was really far, big hug. That's a good throw. What's up? <laughs> um, I, I I try to catch him, but his head like accidentally flies towards the fire hearth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and and and, and Duroth kind of reaches a hand out and just catches Gnar's Gnar's head before it lands in the heart. <gasps> and he kind of close. <sighs> kind of holds it out in front of him, and weirdly, yeah, Eric, um, as Gnar, yeah, you feel a weird almost it's like looking in a mirror <laughs> almost fourth wall breaking chemistry with this headless body oh it's like a a year distant mirror <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. alas poor duroth i knew him well <laughs> An inverted Hamlet. That's yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm not gonna lie. If we interacted beforehand, if you like didn't, if you like didn't make it known that you could talk, I was gonna do something similar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so funny. That's awesome. Um. So I don't know. You guys can spend some time together if you want. Um. Yeah. I'll walk over there too. Yeah. Like, yeah. kind of panically run, because I didn't mean to do that to throw the... Because weirdly, I, I do think a couple of you have the motivation to, like, become Warlord, and now you're seeing the former Warlord who yeah. maybe you want to replace. He's What is he, about to, like, get a body or something? I don't know. Mm -hmm. well, I definitely want to go see what's going on. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah, shame. This specimen. It's, it's, it's immaculate. It's a... It's a wait a waiter? Uh... <laughs> Look beneath. Look beneath, big hug. Uh Harumph looks big... down, like at the ground. <laughs> up up a little bit. Up a little bit. Like up halfway. Right there. Yes, look there. Is that is that where I'm supposed to be looking? 
That's yes. way up. Metaphorically speaking. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's not is bad. That... I'm not complaining. I'm just, you know, it's a little weird. Is he wearing like this little tux outfit yes. that you have yep. him in? Okay. Yes. Uh, 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 Gnar, he, he is no warrior. He is a, a suited, a suited uh, orc. Wait, is it an orc body? Wait, did you say yeah, that? Okay, is, yeah. he's a suited, uh, fancy orc. No, 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 no warrior. No, no warlord. Yeah, not, not a good idea. This, this, this. I, I can. Uh, the omens. I scry them, and they say. Oh, this, this, this body. This is. This is. This is a hero. This is one we should revere. Like he brings really good food all the time. Like he's really, he's, uh, you give him good tips. Is that? There are different types of heroes is what, <laughs> right. is what Big Hug is trying to say. Yes. yes. Some involve sliders. Yes, it's true. <laughs> well, he'll definitely be a provider, which is a very important part of being warlord, I think. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Did you, please tell me you intent, did not intentionally mean to rhyme those. <laughs> rhyme what? Good. So, so Gnar, are you are you encouraging Big Hug to omen scry to like hug the waiter? Yes. Big Hug, look, look beneath, embrace the hug. Do you want? To... I I'm like reaching up to hug myself. If you want me to hug the waiter, Big Hug would not necessarily know that you're saying that. Oh Wait, yeah, that's true. That's not really necessarily how you do things. No. Yeah. Especially after the rat, uh, you can just yeah. hug yourself. <laughs> Give me a roll with power. Oh, yeah? Okay. Three, five, four. Yep, that's a complete success. You have two two above four, and nothing causes problems. This is a great success. You hug yourself, and weirdly, you kind of are, as, as, the, as you lose kind of the blood flow, you're kind of weirdly transported. Mm. Out-of-body experience to a body that it does, you can tell that it's Duroth's body. Mm. And now you are Duroth hugging himself in mm. another part of the world four years before. Mm. You, you, you are, you are Duroth who was himself an Omen Scryer. Who mm. was himself a heartless Omen Scryer, actually. That's what Eric rolled last year. And you just yeah. happened to roll the same thing. And so you <clears throat> become Duroth and what when you open your eyes you see a very familiar sight you see all these orchid blossoms crashing in waves around you elves are pouring into the fort this is not the fortress strawlock this is uh, some other fortress that you're not familiar with um but you see these orchid blossoms and you are bringing your omens scrying weirdly kind of three four years into the past through duroth's eyes and you scry about the blossoms and about your body, which is now Duroth's for the for the time being, you scry a single name. And this name is the most important name ever. Mm. It, it, you can tell, like, this is the key to everything. And the name is Woody. <laughs> okay. And in, a, and in another flash, you are back in this tavern... Um, and all you have is the is the, the whispers of the name Woody. 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 I'm just saying it out loud, I think. Yeah. And so Angus 
from behind the bar. He's like, oh, yeah, Woody. Yeah, he's around here somewhere. I'm sure he'll pop up eventually. Uh, yeah, people always like coming and talking to Woody. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll turn up. Don't you worry. You're not even going to question why we know that. <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm dead, and this is a mystical subterranean tavern, so it seems all right by me. Hey, I thought you said this was a normal tavern. It's like a normal tavern, except it is underground. It is at the end of a subterranean mysterious tunnel that appeared behind a supernatural door, and it is probably mystical. All right? Makes perfect sense to me. I mean, I'm I'm sure we're dead anyway. It doesn't matter. That's not it's the normal tavern in that it works the same as other taverns, in that if you wanted to order food... I'm so fucking burnt. If you wanted to order food from Durov here... You could do that, and he would bring you food. And if you wanted to order drinks from me, like like that one did, and he motions to Harumph, yeah, I would provide you with drinks. That is the kind of normalcy that I'm talking about. It's pretty good, too. But if we're in the underworld and we eat the food, then we're stuck here, right? So we shouldn't do that. No, you're barking up the wrong tree. I'm gonna push. I'm gonna push over to the waiter and grab the head from his hand. You know, like and, and be like, oh, "Food, yes, food is what we want. Food." Wait, I have an idea. I, I, you, you all know by now. I read a lot of books, and I'm a master's weaponsmith, which is like a surgeon because we deal with sharp things. So maybe I could stick Gnar's head back on that body. I think I could do it. I think a moog could do that too. Oh, I, yes, I think, but we all are very hungry. And then we can get revenge on the elves because because he'll be he'll be our our what are we calling this war chief leader warlord warlord because he'll be our warlord again, and we want revenge on the elves, right? So let me let me get his head back on. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's. Let's... <laughs> it was real funny. Right. That was a good joke. I got it. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Mazug immediately stops himself as he realized he just made a, a head pun and just, just <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> and then he go and then he looks at and he looks at a uh, big hog. May I? Uh, for the head. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, um, Big Hug is hesitant. Uh, be careful. Hey, hey. it'll be all right. Uh, and he hands it over. I'm not sure why you're not asking me, but fine. <laughs> you have no autonomy. Oh God. oh, God. I'll make sure there's direct eye contact between me and Narl. Again, that's about all I've got, so yeah, you've got it. <laughs> <laughs> My warlord. Mazook, Master Weaponsmith. What is it that you want? Mazook, I think you're the first person all night to ask me that. <laughs> been frustrated by you in the past but I see the champion within you now you're 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 
practically glowing, Mazook. What I want, I want for my subjects, all of us, we, we need to be not just a war band, but a, a family. And I can be that family's father. I just need a lap to place you on. What the fuck? Not quite sure I understand the metaphor, but <laughs> thank you. Well, it actually wasn't a metaphor. It was, <laughs> I meant literally a lap. And he sort of looks with his eyes over it at Duroth and uh, Duroth's lap. So this is an interesting moment, Majug. Um, you, are, you have more hope than anybody else here. You are a champion orc. You know what your motivation has been, what you rolled. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think Maju does in this moment? I, I, you know, motivations can change or they can stay the same. Well, Lord Nald, I completely understand necessity of fatherhood when it comes to our clan. We've lost so much. And you have done tremendous work. And then your eye then your eyes big hug. <laughs> your apprentice isn't that bad himself either. <laughs> yes, yes. We have in fact gone through a lot. And as far as we know, we're all we got. Yes. Yes. If it pleases you, or at least if I have permission to speak freely, I suggest that we not have just one father, one, one parent as a unit. At the same time, I am not completely ready to give up on the concept of family since we are all we have let us work together are you saying two fathers i mean you can have two fathers it's just it's it's, it's it's not it's not that big it's not that weird of a concept no just... yeah i mean sometimes there's even three right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Despite you all listening, I think this maybe is a private moment. <laughs> Can we all be the father? Is that how that would happen now? Are we all gonna like co-father each other? Because I'm totally into that idea. Like we're all fathers to each other. I mean, that that sounds amazing. As much. <laughs> As I was not expecting that to come out of Harump's mouth. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm surprisingly insightful. I'm not as stupid as everyone seems to think. I mean, I think I'm pretty stupid, but I've been saying a lot of things that other people are saying, oh, hey, you're rough. That's not so bad. So, you know, I'm on a bit of a hot streak right now. He, he, good, good, good for you, Harumph. Um, so yes, <laughs> that is in fact what I'm trying to establish. We have gone through a lot, working together, being a unit, not necessarily leader and followers, but cohesiveness. Yes. I mean, look at look at what we all have done. We were in a cell and. And we walked down a corridor and now we're here. <laughs> so much. We've done so much. We're so much together. It's just oh. beautiful. I mean, yeah, let, let's also let's also count the, the, the fight that we lost and everything like that. We don't oh, yes, necessarily yes, yes. just have to count. Yes, yes, yes. But let's not count the time that I cut your head off. <laughs> <laughs> So this does seem to have to have been a like was this a moment just between you and Gnar or did everybody kind of hear it? I would say yeah, pretty much everybody kind of heard it. Yeah, I think so. And you've all kind of had you've all had an epiphany Mm. about fatherhood and family and leadership and power and sharing Mm. power. And um, that happens to be one of the conditions for gaining hope. When you have an epiphany that the GM likes enough, I happen to very much like this one. So everybody roll a D8 for me to see how much hope. D8? Holy cow. This system does not seem broken at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, this seems perfect. We're going to be champions. (laughs) We all have 70 hope now. (laughs) All right, Big Hug, what did you roll? Uh, eight. Yep, you. I, I'm not going above 20. You reached 20. Sweet. <laughs> um, and by the way, like, it is broken, but again, like, hey. I'm going to go behind the scenes look for everybody in the Twitch chat. Um, I want the original system for Big Aorx has you start with 20 hope, and you lose hope, and you run out of hope, and you reach zero, and you, and you essentially die or are a coward at the end. And... For me, for playing in 2020, I wanted to play a game that didn't feel so much like losing hope. It was more like gaining hope. So I have essentially built a broken system. Because this is a fantasy. To account. <laughs> <laughs> it is because it's a fantasy. It's not like real life. Um, Gnar, what did you roll? Oh, that's me. Seven. You're at 19 <laughs> hope. Um, two... Harumph, what did you roll? Um, I rolled a one. I, I think I don't quite understand what just happened, maybe. Like, <laughs> like I understand, I, I can see the looks on everyone else's yeah. faces. They're like, oh, wow, this is so amazing. Harumph's like, yeah, yeah, it's really amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. Really. <laughs> just, wow. So you're up to 19. Oh. Majug is already a champion. Lumug, what did you roll? Seven. You're up to 20. And Wuglot, what did you roll? Four. Four? Mm-hmm. Or twenty. Everybody except so everybody so in this moment, right, you have this this moment of kind of Majug is kind of confronted with this this choice that he's that he's presented with. Um 
as to what uh, how he's gonna kind of express his motivation to be warlord to Gnarer, and he decides to kind of weirdly create uh, a new idea for how power can kind of exist in a, in a group in a family um and so i haven't dropped your head i want you to appreciate that <laughs> oh totally I've, I've I've seen, yeah, yeah i know that my stump juice has been dripping through your fingers this whole time <laughs> oh my god is that another metaphor or is that is that, is that... i think i'd rather that was a metaphor <laughs> <laughs> very good object permanence to run um, Umag, Umag, you've you've been having these these feelings toward um, Majug, and you you were maybe kind of feeling kind of down about the balloon stuff, and how he became a champion orc before you. But in this moment, um, you now also become a champion orc. How might you describe that kind of feeling, or like what you're feeling in this in this moment? Umag just feels free. She doesn't feel like she has to be insecure anymore and hide that she's an intellectual or try to compete with the other master weaponsmith. She just feels like she's finally free and she's able to be herself. Good. Um, Big Hug, you... Uh, you know, you've had this weird kind of like... these weird feelings toward, uh, toward Gunnar or her this whole time. You chopped his head off so it stands to reason um <clears throat> you have gained you've reached 20 hope you are a champion orc a champion omen scryer um you, you you know this head that you've been trying to kind of like control or whatever this whole time or, or mm -hmm. keep silent is now being held by majud and this new arrangement um of family and the clan is kind of being presented how, how, how might you describe how you're feeling i'm sorry it was not a slow burn at the end of a one shot. Here you are. This should be three years from now in real time. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think a big feeling that I'm feeling is actually kind of an admiration for Majug because I think I already kind of liked him. I think this is making me a little more more impressed and more like, yes, daddy. Like, yes, you're the daddy too. Like, right? <laughs> but I'm like trying to, you know what I mean? Like, I think I think he's he he was partially holding on. Like at first he was nervous, like, oh God, I don't wanna don't wanna let anything out like that I did this, but I think he's coming to terms with that. I think it most mostly the good feeling is towards Majug. And nice. like, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good, good. Good. And um, and Wuglot, you also reach uh, twenty. You you you're about to become an orc champion. I'm gonna put a pin in it for now, oh. because um, from the corner of the room, all of a sudden, you hear you hear a voice. <clears throat> um, that fucking rat. No, it's not the rat. <laughs> it's not the rat. You hear you hear a voice coming from this far, this upper left corner of the room. Hey, did I hear you guys say the name Woody? Woody. Uh, maybe. Were you listening? We did say it. I did. 
I turn Nal's head to look at the to look at the giant. <laughs> Thank you. I have been trying to talk with Woody for a long time and I haven't been able to. Here I am in the corner. Nobody's interacted with me. <laughs> Not just in this, in the last hour, but in a thousand years. Why am I sounding like Connie? What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> um, anyway, I just have some, <laughs> some things I, I want to say before the narrative continues. <clears throat> and before Woody shows up. I... What the fuck am I doing? Just, this is the guy's voice, all right? Yeah. yeah Not everybody cool. in the world has a different voice. My name is Magnus Demure. I'm an ancestor of somebody. Why the fuck not? I am a giant. I've been here trying to do research on some purple and white flowers that sent me here many moons ago. Some people think the orchid blossoms are the work of a secret organization of druids trying to end this war between the elves and the orcs. My theory is that they're a manifestation of this world's revolt against the ways we've abused and pillaged it. Perhaps they're a semi-conscious personification of nature herself, standing up to us once and for all. You guys did what I'm assuming you guys wanted to hear multiple theories about what the orchid blossoms meant, right? No. I mean, something told me what you're going to tell us anyway, so I wasn't going to stop you. <laughs> it wasn't really on my list, but, you know, I mean, we ain't got nothing else. There's to do. a little girl who Umuga and I interacted with who literally called herself an NPC. I don't know what's going on. Hey, look, at. At, at least one of you has got to be an intellectual who's interested in theories about reality. And shit. I am an intellectual. I am very interested in theories about reality and shit, but also, I just want to get revenge on the elves, and you're kind of like, you know, cramping my game. I don't. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> uh, could also be that a strange supernatural force outside the bounds of this world is improvising some kind of half-baked mythos for what he sees as some kind of a game of which he fancies himself master. And so he has the nerve to conjure up inexplicable events without any intention of ever explaining them with any kind of clarity or specificity. Look, I'm just a giant in alchemist robes, and I need to talk to Woody. Where the fuck is Woody? I have no idea. And down the uh, down the chimney. Yes. Were we gonna get uh, food at any point, or was that just yeah. never nobody ordered out? any food? <laughs> we did. We did. Nobody ordered. Did we? I tried. I tried. Uh, <laughs> I tried to send them away. You did. Uh, yeah. So Dur so Duroff has since everybody's been distracted by the head, he was just kind of standing there, tapping his foot, waiting for all this interpersonal business to get over right. And finally, he, he, he did get like a couple of your orders and he went and he went back up the chimney and came back down at the... <laughs> we, we I have our own Quiznos sub. <laughs> yes! 
Duroth went back in time uh-huh. to, to the Fortress Slog, and right. uh, this, where, when the Quiznos was still standing, and he brought some Quiznos. Forward. Right, seeing that green and red wrapper gives us even more hope, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, isn't it a, a resource, right? The thing is about breaking barriers. Who said we only have to have 20 holes? You've gained, you've gained a valuable resource in the quiz note that Durell brought. You were not able to roll a zero. So, Harumph, you are up to 20 hope. Yes. God, this is a really good. good sandwich. My God. This is the best sandwich I've ever eaten. Just, I feel so good. Just, just like, oh, Gnar, nice. you were... You, yeah, yeah, you, you can't talk with hope. your mouth full, so keep on eating. <laughs> Harumph, you... You, uh, as you eat the Quiznos, you gain so much hope. You... Um, you yourself feel uh, some wind around you. Again, it's another balloon that has popped. Um, but you do feel... <laughs> you feel magically empowered. You do feel your feet almost kind of lift off the off the floor by just like half an inch. And and um, you catch the, the, the balloon that has kind, that kind of come on, came unwound. And you uh, weirdly, like as you touch it, it just kind of reinflates into the axe that Majug had created, um, and it is this brilliant axe, and and you are holding it in a pose um, that you would be in as an axe thrower sergeant, and um, that is how you become a champion. For yes. <laughs> Got anyone want to buy this sandwich? Well said. Also, <laughs> what the hell is in that sandwich? You guys know what this means, right? I caught this and it became an axe. I too am oh, a weaponsmith now. That's what happened. I'm a master. No, that's not. No, that's not. That's not. That's not how. That's not how that works. Because I made this. That's like that's what happened. You guys saw it. I touched it. That's an axe. That's that. That's actually that's. Actually, my axe, my initials. <laughs> yeah, but I fixed it on the handle. Yeah, that's you, mm, you created. Don't think you, so. You created a balloon axe with initials on the handle. That's really impressive. He's a master's <laughs> weaponsmith. It's written in permanent marker. Gnar, Gnar, during all this, mm-hmm. Umug has um, has actually gone through with what she her plan of. Uh, of, of kind of connecting you with the body of Duroth. Fuck and, yeah. And that is your kind of becoming an orc champion moment is she uh, puts, she's, she has found the, 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 the giant Magnus Demir threw a book to, to, to Umug about uh, surgery. Sure, sure. Surgery. And so she was reading it and she just quickly. She's ready to, to, to hook me up, but, but, but um, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, um, not unfortunately, but just Gnar actually interjects as this is about to happen, and 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 he says, "No, no, wait, 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 wait." Okay. I, I am Gnar, and 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 this is this is Duroth, and and we are, we are our own selves. We are whole. This does not need to happen. Oh. 
Daroth can be Daroth. Ganarer can be Ganarer. You can be a master weaponsmith. Harumph can be a master weaponsmith. No, Harumph can't be a master weaponsmith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys saw it. All I, I, all I need to do is get me an anvil and I'm ready That's to go. That's not what it takes. <laughs> Mazug can be a warlord. Sure, I'm fine with him being a warlord. That's fine. Wooglute can have a rat as a son. <laughs> okay, you've lost me. <laughs> Just, just yeah, hand I'm me to anymore. hand me to Duroth. All right, yeah, there you go. Duroth takes it. This is this is yeah. You can put your your hand down. This is okay. This is good. Okay, is your so? Do you expect Duroth to leave the tavern with you? And no, not necessarily. But you're fine with independence and being a severed head. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, awesome. That's that's your Beautiful. champion orc yeah. moment. Is your epiphany about independence and not having to kind of conflate the identity of the self with the identity of the other, which, as right. Levinas would write, would be a destruction of our alterity and would sure. be unethical in a primordial existential sense. Right. Now who's an intellectual? Yeah. <laughs> uh, perfect. Plus, like, even if your body doesn't work, you're still a valid mm-hmm. human. And you're exactly. Still as good Thank as you. Else, yes. Which is also a very good point. Society tells me I need lungs and a heart and a <laughs> pancreas right. to survive. You don't need any of that. No. That is perfect. You are perfect and whole the way you are. You uh, you saved it because I had a... I, I had a whole a, head. <laughs> I had a little ableist <laughs> moment earlier, so this is awesome. I love this. Mm-hmm. So that's your champion orc moment. I think everybody's now a champion orc except except Wooglot, right? I'm at hmm. Wooglot, but you you are at twenty hope. Yep. And so now you put a pin in it. I put a pin in it. Now down the chimney, you hear a sound, and out up Santa Claus. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> we have come through the chimney. Was that like the main entrance or something? No, it's just their magical Once, once we came in, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just blocked the entrance. He doesn't <gasps> usually do that. <gasps> what the hell is that? <gasps> is that a chicken dog? Oh <laughs> it's a weak How oh dare God. you? How this dare you, This is my you, baby. Sir. My baby. Oh, my God. What is that? This is a... This is a... As you can see, Monty drew that. <laughs> Holy shit, it's big. Oh my god, that was that was like a year ago. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so everybody's like, "What the fuck is that thing?" <laughs> and the and and Woody, and because so uh, uh, Magnus, no Angus. What the fuck am I doing? Agnes. A- <laughs> Angus. <laughs> like, oh, Angus. Boy, oh, there's Woody. There he is. Ah, oh, he's a wise little creature. He is. Uh, uh, Magnus has been trying to talk to him, but he's no beast speaker. We've never had a beast speaker in here. No one's been able to talk to him. Don't suppose any of you would happen to be a beast speaker, eh? Mazook just go, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful. Look at it. It's so majestic. Have you ever seen anything so beautiful in your whole life? Oh shit, I'm a beast speaker. That's me. Sorry. <laughs> all, all of us can be beast speakers, but Wuglot actually is one. 
All right, so I was staring at the I was staring at the icon. <laughs> yes, if you want at. answers about this thing in the icon, you will uh, do some bee speaking with them. We don't need to do a roll. All of you have already all the hope you need. You are champion orc. In this moment, you kind of you've never seen a beast like this, Wooglot. And you are kind of you were like almost you were like kind of put off at first by its grotesqueness. Like who, what, what person would have come up with this idea? Surely a person who you don't really want to know or be friends with because they're unstable. Wow. Um, he's just like hardcore burning Andy, even though he's not even here. <laughs> oh, he's here. He's in the chat. Um, but you overcome that because you are a champion orc. You're hearing all this stuff about, uh, all this great stuff. I'm not even going to sum it up. And you, you kneel down and you put your 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 hands on on Woody's uh, head, um, on his ears, and you speak with it. And it and you are such a champion orc because of becoming a champion orc right now. Your power of beast speaking extends to all of your friends here. <clears throat> It does not extend, unfortunately, to Magnus or Maisie. Mm. Um, they are still out of the loop, but all of the rest of you here, Woody. At first, before before Wooglot put his hands on him, you know, Woody just was was like, um, ah, ah, <laughs> 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 I'm wearing headphones. Mom says I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> But then, That's my new ringtone. That, that exact Thankfully, Wooglot starts the bee-speaking process, and Woody says for all of you to understand and hear. So now everyone understands the animal too? Yes, because you're such a good bee-speaker that like your power I just kind of like sprayed everyone with my beastly powers. <laughs> if you want to put it that way, sure. <laughs> Can we not, maybe? I want him to put it that way. <laughs> I think you sprayed me with your beastly powers early on. <laughs> I thought that was just between us, but okay. Like, I'm spreading. <laughs> Woody's like, <laughs> choke on your diction. <laughs> your what? <laughs> Hello, everybody. I can see you are confused by my existence. My name is Woody. Woody the Weagle. I am half woodpecker and half beagle. The result of years of misguided animal husbandry practiced by one of your brethren. However... Ooh. Misguided as his... Wait, did you say who? <laughs> yes. I believe his name was Zogoth. Um, I hate Zogoth. He, he's so annoying. I'm glad yeah, he's, he's dead. He, he's a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> he created me. Can you believe it? But you're so However, beautiful. Thank you so much. However, misguided as his work may have been, at the heart of it was a belief in the power of living beings to come together and transcend the bonds that limit them. And that belief, a belief clung to so fiercely by my creator, Uncle Zogoth, 
was undergirded by one simple but powerful thing. Does anybody want to guess what the thing is? It's hope. Hope! Oh. I was going to say love, so hope sounds a little bit better, yeah. No, love was last year. This year's hope. <laughs> I, f I feel it all around me. Hope mingled together with doom. Fascinating, is it not? Magnus here is very curious about the orchid blossoms. I suspect he's been researching them longer than even he knows. As for me, well, as a weagle, I'm not as bothered by the complexities and the uncertainties of this world. And certainly I do not know all the answers. But what the beagle side of me knows <laughs> is that the scent of the orchid blossoms is like a double-edged sword. On the one hand, it evokes an awareness of one's inevitable mortality. On the other, it gestures toward the infinite possibilities of what one can do in the time before one's death. Doom and despair, possibility and hope. They are locked in a dance together, just as the orchid blossoms dance in the air. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I've been waiting so long for a beast speaker to show up in this mystical tavern where I could share my wisdom about hope. Before you go, I have one more thing to say about hope. Oh, good. Oh, oh, I thought maybe you would say you had one more thing to say about hugs, like I could give you a hug, but that's fine. We don't have time, I don't think. <laughs> we'll hit we'll him afterwards. Just let him, because uh, I'm, I'm really looking for a say... on those ears. I will say, one of the other Weagles that escaped the fortress slog with me, his name was Cory Booker. Sounds he like said a porn me, star. He said to me once, well, no, not a porn star. He was a politician. <laughs> he said to me once. Same thing. He said, he, said he, was on a, he was on a podcast at the, at the time. We were flying over the ocean and there was a pod of whales and there were some fishermen casting nets on the whales and we were there and that is what it was a podcast all right he uh. said let's just get through this <laughs> we are we are that's what we we're are. doing right now <laughs> he said woody hope is relational it doesn't exist in the abstract hope confronts it does not ignore pain, agony, or injustice. It is not a saccharine optimism that refuses to see, face, or grapple with the wretchedness of reality. You can't have active hope without despair because hope is a response. Hope is the active conviction that despair will never have the last word. Anyway, I thought that was pretty cool, so I thought I'd share it with you. <laughs> Thanks, Woody. You're welcome. Can we scratch your ears now? Is that is that? Yes, you can all scratch me, pet me, get the pets out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And Ang and after a, a, after an appropriate amount of hugging and petting, <laughs> Angus is like, uh, um, oh wait, I guess I have some shit here. What the? F <laughs> um, and at some point, Angus also says something like, "Hey, orchid, orchid, huh? Orchid blossom." Maybe something there? That's something me. There. That's me. 
Yeah, who knows? <laughs> All right. Okay, well, um, how about this? I'm just going to keep talking until something happens. I mean, you you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, and again, Suddenly, yes, AJ, this is D and D. Literally, though, this is half of a D and D session. Is you guys talk about yourselves, and I'll just look up this. Yeah. All right. Suddenly, <laughs> the ground beneath your feet begins to shift yet again, and yet again, it begins to quake. Reality itself starts to buckle and sway, and the bartender Angus Everhard says. Oh, looks like it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Here you go. And he rolls up a rug on the floor behind the bar, revealing <gasps> a trapdoor. Oh, down through oh, here, he says as he opens shit. it. This is your way out, friends. This is your way onward and upward and outward. This is your way to the final, final scene of the game. So just go ahead and get through here. <laughs> We're going about now. Fantastic. <laughs> Don't bother trying to kill me. I'm already dead. Uh, so you all, you all climb through the trapdoor. Duroth, um, I think, stays behind. They need him as a waiter here. Oh, of course they do. Yeah. He said, I don't need Duroth. Duroth do, does his own thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you all say goodbye. We'll get you a skateboard or something. You can just scoot around. <laughs> <laughs> You go down the the, the, the trapdoor. You find yourselves in another, another fuck of, tunnel. Another fuck tunnel, exactly. <laughs> um, My favorite. Does anybody? <laughs> while you're in the tunnel here, does anybody want to do anything physical or sexual? I've had my fair share already. Sounds like maybe just an an orgy, huh? Oh yeah, I think just yeah, generally. <laughs> I'd maybe hold hands with someone. That might be nice. Oh, yeah, that's, that's nice. It's, well, it's dark in here. Well. well I, or here. Hold their hair. That's fine, too. I'll, I'll carry you. Hold their hair? Lena, what about, what about Umug? Uh, Umug's gonna talk to Mazug and go, you know, I feel like we've, we've really connected. And for some reason, this weird voice in my head keeps saying, this is a fuck tunnel and we should have this here. But I don't really do that. But maybe it was nice when you held my hand before. Maybe we could just hold hands and, you know, cuddle a little in the dark if you're okay with that. I'm okay with it if you're okay with it. Mm -hmm. Boring. I want to see some sex. <laughs> <laughs> That was really beautiful until I yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um Anybody, does Wooglot and Big Hug have sex again? Monty, do you, does Harumph hold somebody's hand? Um, if if uh, Wulug and uh, Big Hug want to go off again, I'm very happy to carry Gnar. We'll oh, just... yeah. We'll, we'll just hang Listen. out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he doesn't have hands or anything below the neck, but that's, you know, there's still some possibilities, you know. There's you know, options. I'm, I'm very gentle. I will carry you with the most gentle, mm -hmm. you know, bulging muscles Aww. that I have. 
Um, <laughs> all right. So here, all of you are. Uh, Majug and Umag are holding hands, maybe cuddling. Uh, Harumph is carrying Gnar's head very gently. And uh, Big Hug and Wuglot are uh, fucking. Yeah, totally. You're all doing this in the. You wanted to see it. Like last time, right? In the fuck tunnel. <laughs> um, as all this happens, you're, all of each of your champion orc bodies, like bells, begin to ring. Or heads. <laughs> Oh god. My headphones just died. I thought that might happen. <laughs> do you have do you have an any alternate pair? Um I don't know. Actually I might. Hold on. Okay. You do that. Everyone, um, continue. Everyone talk amongst yourselves. It's fine. <laughs> you're you're a DM already. That's brilliant. That's all you gotta do, really. Everybody, everybody fuck amongst yourselves. <laughs> you're, not, you're gonna do great, kid. <laughs> um, That's how cacophonous it was in here. <laughs> I might braid uh, Gnar's hair if we've got time. You know, I'll sit down. We'll braid his hair. There's a lot to work with. Yeah. Make it look all nice. I'm just listening to the dripping. Ooh. That's not the case, by the way. And I'm obviously talking nonstop as well because Harumph never shuts up. <laughs> All right, do it for us now. Okay, well, oh, you have such beautiful hair. Oh, it's really thick. It's perfect for Brayden. I don't know why you keep it all loose like that all the time. She's going to get mad at you. Know, you really got to take care of this. Look at these locks. I've had these for years, and they're squeaky clean. You really have to wash them, but, like, you got to wash them careful. You know, you don't want to undo them. Anyway, <laughs> I'll, I, if you want, I can give you some locks. It's going to take a lot longer than we got right now. But when we get back to the fortress or wherever we end up, because we're all daddies and we're all, you know, uh, in charge of each other now. <laughs> so exciting, you know, if we can even maybe make a band. I mean, I can't sing, but I got a wood block back at home that I've been practicing on. If somebody else has, like, some other instrument, I'm, you know, I can keep time pretty well. Give a, 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 a mouth harp or a... <laughs> Harmonica. No, or... I'm a, a master weaponsmith now. Maybe I could make one. You know? That's right. Yeah, I, I could maybe like whittle something or. Yeah. <laughs> can I stop talking? <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, my lungs physically <laughs> hurt. <laughs> oh, well, that was incredible. The dank cave air. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, just me, Monty, as a person, doesn't talk that much. So my lungs just aren't used to it, I think. Just amazing. Mm -hmm. Just amazing. Welcome back, AJ. He hasn't plugged it in yet. All right, here we go. You make it through the fuck tunnel. Whew. It's a different tunnel. Uh, <laughs> Is this it one though? feels very different. With every step you take, you feel like you're getting closer to a way forward, a way out. What? And the tunnel brings you to... Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it brings you to a very familiar scene. 
<gasps> oh, oh shit. What? The orchids. But, but. You find yourself back in the same dungeon cell as before. You are face to face with an enormous heap of orchid blossoms blocking your way. We like in a time loop because I started I started this game with a Quiznos receipt. Which I don't know where it was from. And then we all have Quiznos sandwiches. Yes. Out of whatever you had planned is garbage. Yeah, we're going with that now. It's just a time yes. loop. <laughs> You're not in a time loop. This is all about hope for for a moment, all you feel is hopelessness. You thought we were making progress. You thought there might be a way out, only to find yourself back where you started. And not only that, but suddenly you hear an enormous roar. And then a series of crashes and blasts. And the fortress above and in front of you collapses in an explosion of noise and crumbling, careening stone. And as you peer through the dust of all this shattered stone, you begin to make out something even more horrifying, something even more hopeless. You make out a gigantic, fierce, insurmountable dragon. And not just any dragon, a dragon made entirely out of orchid blossoms. Whoa. It beats its gigantic flowery wings, rearing its purple and white head. And as it swoops down and opens its mouth, you can't help but be mesmerized by the way that its body doesn't even seem solid. Instead, it seems like a swirling, almost gaseous mass, the boundary between the air and its orchid blossom body almost Chorus, itself a blurry, gentle dance between one state of being and another. And out of its gaping maw shoots fire, and the fire, too, instead of being hot, is made of orchid blossoms. And as they hit what remains of the fortress in front of you, the rest of it buckles and collapses under their seemingly incredible force. The orchid dragon circles back up into the air, and looks down upon all of you, snarling, opening its maw, ready to swoop down and attack. So we roll initiative now, or? <laughs> <laughs> um, well. We're gonna talk to it. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, out of orchids, I don't know if I can. What do you think this is? The fates of Rin? No. <laughs> right. I'll just hand him my sword um, and he'll leave us alone. That's what it happens, right? Maybe Actually, what would happen here, what would happen if you weren't already all champion orcs already, um, it was going to be that the enemy fortress has fallen and you everybody roll a d20 <laughs> to see how much hope you gain here at the end of all things. <laughs> you don't need any more hope. You have it all. Thanks, Quiznos. <laughs> Thanks, Quiznos. <laughs> This this whole thing is just the longest Man. commercial for this. Yeah. yeah. So do we get sponsorship? I hope or... this stream works out for you guys and you get this exactly. I know. How good would it be? You lay so, the groundwork now. It's it's a good plan. So you find yourselves face to face with death, with doom, despair. But you remember that Woody the Weagles said this particular Cory Booker quote to you uh, back. From that from that podcast in the town <laughs> podcast of wales yes you find yourself reflecting on hope not as something that you either have or don't have but as a decision 
a practice, an act of conviction that despair will never have the last word. You stand together as a group, embracing yourselves and each other here at the end of all things. And the dragon laughs an orchid blossom laugh. It's hard to describe, but the laugh sounds the way the orchid blossoms smell. It's a gentle laugh, but a loud and downright terrifying one. And you see now that from the heap of orchid blossoms in front of you, another shape begins to form. Thousands of orchid blossoms rise from the heap in the fortress, coming together in the air and swirling around each other to form a second orchid blossom dragon. Similar to the first, but different. If you had to describe it, you might say that where the first dragon has purple blossoms, the second has white. And where the first has white blossoms, the second dragon has purple. This dragon, too, laughs. But again, it's strange, hard to describe. But wherever the first dragon's laugh is gentle, the second one's laugh is terrifying. And wherever the first dragon's laugh is terrifying, this one's, is gentle. And so you are now faced with two dragons. They both look at you and then at each other. They both seem to be vibrating with potential energy. There's no knowing what they're about to do. Will they attack you? Will they attack each other? Whatever happens, will it happen in a moment? Two moments? Or in a thousand years? Time seems to have stopped. But you do also see that here below, in the ruins of the Elven Fortress in Lore, a path has formed through the orchid blossoms. If I can just do it the way I practice. <laughs> again, this is what being a DM is. You practice <laughs> over and over again, and then something goes wrong every single yep. time. <laughs> a path has formed through the orchid blossoms in front of you. In the space carved out by your greatest fears, there lies also your hope. Where the dragon formed, there is a path. This is your way out. This is your path onward and upward and outward. And it seems like you all might have just enough hope. Take it. Do you? Yes. Well, well. <laughs> all right, epilogue. You all escape through the tunnel. Objects, tokens, select all. There you go, a little parade <laughs> through the tunnel. And now, last year, I read an epilogue. This year, I didn't have time to write one. And also, I wanted to give you all an opportunity. Please, players, share with me, with each other, and with our audience in the Twitch chat, please share what a happy, hopeful ending for your character might be. And while we're at it, since I am all about breaking the fourth wall, please share with us, if you're comfortable, what is giving you as a player, as a person these days, hope. And if you're not getting any hope right now, you can tell us that too. AJ, 
what would be a happy ending for Wuglot and the hopeful one? I think a very happy ending for Wuglot would be to finally connect himself with animals and the beasts that reside in the world we're in, Earth world, and to also not just connect with animals, but with other people and other orcs, as maybe he has distanced himself from humans because he can speak to animals. So connecting with everyone would be a good thing. And the last one was, would he be hopeful for? What, or... what, what is giving you hope right now, you AJ? Oh, me. Well, especially like in these trying times right now with everything that's been going on and stuff, just keeping my friends really close and staying positive mentally and trying to just tell myself that no matter what really happens, you're in a good position for yourself, for everyone, that uh, you know, you're still alive and you're still breathing, which is good. Um, yeah. Just to not take too many things too seriously um, in the present, because it is just a really tough time for everyone. So just try to stay positive as much as you can. Sure. Thank you, AJ. KT, how about you? Um... <clears throat> Uh, I think a happy ending for Big Hug would be maybe just uh, like as they're leaving, you know, you were saying that they were embracing and stuff, just being able to maybe get a hug from somebody, like getting, you know, learning how to have physical touch that isn't like utilitarian almost. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I guess for me, um, where I'm seeing hope is, um, well, we recently moved to a community that is not so diverse, um, which is kind of disappointing and frustrating, but I have recently um, been finding a really cool, like, queer community up here, and also a lot of, (laughs) I'm going to cry, a lot of the young people in the community up here and some surprisingly older people got together for a cool Black Lives Matter protest, which was really awesome for a very white area up here. Um, so that was like really hopeful because it's very rural and very not diverse up here. But it was really cool to see the number of people that were out. So nice. that was hopeful. Thank you. Eric? Um, so, uh, Gnarrer, um, his, uh, happy ending is sort of an extension of what he was describing before with his, uh, direct eye contact conversation with Mazug and this, this idea of this, this clan becoming more of this, like, cohesive sort of one for all, all for one, uh, unit, three musketeer style, speaking of nougat. Um, and um, you know just um, you know, sort of not leading the charge but you know working within that and finding his place in the world as a 
magically uh, living disembodied head as, you know, all of us, I, you, we could all, you know, relate to that personally <laughs> to some degree. Am I right? Am I right? Of course. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in terms of finding hope, I mean, uh, it's, I mean, the first thing that popped in my mind is sort of related to what we're doing right now is just seeing the connections that people are making. Just, I mean, the internet is crazy. I can't imagine like going through this without having the tools that we have now. I mean, there's obviously some downsides to that, but just seeing, you know, the connections people are making and the the, the, the steps they're taking and, you know, working together across huge distances and time, the fact that we're talking to someone halfway across the world right now mm -hmm. live. It's just like, it's mind blowing to me and just, yeah. you know, being able to, to witness that and be a part of that is pretty great. Nice. Thank you, Eric. Monty. That's me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think Harumph definitely started that band. Um, <laughs> I, I think for them, happiness will be maybe expanding their horizons a little bit. I think since we're not in a time of war anymore and they were an axe thrower, if you're not standing four feet in front of a, a an enemy, you're not really that useful. So I think, um, and even though Umag was always very confrontational, uh, Harumph always really respected her. So I think happiness for Harumph would be knowing Umag better, maybe learning more skills from her, um studying band uh braiding everyone's hair maybe painting their nails that's probably going to be very important uh maybe they'll just open a salon like i think that's kind of what's eventually gonna happen uh so yeah that's harumps uh, a band a salon and best friends with umog that's pretty much all they awesome. want uh for me personally uh Hope is hard to find right now, definitely. Um, I'm very lucky in that I'm not American and it's not it's it's not that much better in a lot of other places in the world. And in Australia, we also have just incredible problems in, in our society, especially to do with uh, our indigenous population and imprisonment is the the number one thing at the moment. Um and I think what's giving me hope is there's a lot of things that I didn't know. I didn't know so much uh, compared, like compared to before. I I know so much more now. And the more you know, the more powerful you are, and the more you can change. So I'm honestly, the more I learn, it seems like it's hopeless. But I know that the more I'm learning, the more everyone else is learning, the more society is learning, the more society can change. Because if you don't know what you don't know, you can't change it. Um, so that's definitely what I'm hopeful about is learning more nice. and changing more. Yeah. Thank you, Martin. Laron. Well, for Mazug, uh, going off the, what, making sure that he practiced what he preached earlier, he would, uh, he would do a better job at like making sure that everyone that made it out of the fortress is probably taken care of making and making sure that uh, that they know that he cares about them uh 
you always had this slight uh, frustration with uh, with Rugelot because he never really saw Rugelot as like someone who always like best step forward or or just never just never applied himself and he, but feel that he would know in order to be in order to be better and understand what's going on with him he would try and understand like a life in his shoes and not be as hard as on him as he always kept him. he always thought about it uh everybody making sure that everybody's probably careful uh let them know that hey i'm i'm a weaponsmith here and i might have a tough exterior but i still care about you guys and uh, i'm willing to do what it takes to make sure that everyone's comfortable on this given the leeway that he and the moog made probably like have something uh established uh better job in making sure that we're equals you don't have to be jealous of me and now that and now if anything we could do a better job at making swords and shields together um for me i am finding hope in knowing that i am not alone um a lot of shitty things happen uh both both in in outside of my little bubble and within it and i have d- and kind of like mazug i do a lot to to make people think that i'm fine and there's sometimes sometimes that's true other times it's not and it's like i'm waking and I realize that it's not because sometimes I wake up from I wake up from falling asleep and I realize it's like one o'clock in the afternoon. And that's that's not a good sign. Hmm. Um, however, I have found really good solace in knowing that I have a support network of both friends and family. The latter I am extremely blessed to have considering who I am. Um, and considering not every not every other queer not every other queer folk can say the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's very comforting knowing that I have such a support network that can talk to me, assure me of things, and uh, help me get through things when I need it. So that's pretty much what's my hope. Mm-hmm. And that was what built me up. Nice. Thank you. Lena. Yeah. Um, Umag would you know, a happy ending is realizing that she can just be herself. She can be intellectual and she can make shields and she can be who she wants to be. And people are okay with that. People, people don't give her shit for it. And she's happy that way. And yeah, like realizing she doesn't have to despise her rump for liking somebody else's axes more and that that's stupid and irrational and getting to know her rump as a person and getting to know Mazug better and working with him, making shields and weapons and just kind of being happy, getting to be happy, not having to be at war all the time, not having to have everything be a brutal fight. And for Lena, that's me. Um, 
it shit is helpless a lot of the time lately, right? Like, I mean, 2020 is like, I think the worst fucking year of my life. This has been like, what the fuck? Um, and this week was really hard with everything with, with Twitch and with, um, all of the, um, accounts that people were sharing over the weekend and this week and everything, it's kind of like we're back at the me too thing, except it's like a microcosm of it because it's in the gaming community. And that absolutely like the gaming community needs to fucking change already, but I'm so tired of all this also. So, so things feel hopeless a lot, but stuff like this gives me hope knowing that there's still really awesome people who care a lot and who are trying to change things and make things better and that maybe it's sort of working like maybe things are sort of changing people care people haven't cared about any of these things like fucking ever right so maybe something's happening and that gives me hope i'm scared to be hopeful but it gives me some hope yeah nice thank you thank you all of you um <clears throat> yeah i uh i i think it's fitting for me to, to end this with this kind of <laughs> a complete breaking of the fourth walls and everything and i i i guess i <clears throat> i'm glad that i was able to yeah, yeah. In the last game, right? Everybody died in the end. So, I guess <laughs> what is a happy, hopeful ending for them? So, I'm glad we got to do this. Uh, for me, I, I guess I want, I, I wanted to just take an opportunity here at the end to, sh to just be vulnerable and to disclose something that I don't really hide from anybody, really, but just how much um, hopelessness is uh, is a real problem for me. It's really something I struggle with. And uh, what gives me hope uh, is, and I know it's corny, and I've got the stupid corny music playing. I'm so sorry. I'm a sucker for it. Um, is literally is all of you and the people in my life and uh, making connections and um, and specifically, I want to call out and and thank uh, Galway and Andy and Elise and even and all of you. For, during the character creation process but um like this last week leading up to kind of this game like i've just been feeling i was feeling paralyzed and anxious and weirdly just putting off preparing this game and i just was watching myself and just feeling like what is happening why am i not working on this and so it, it, it reached the point where i had to reach out and ask andy to help me with just kind of thinking through what can this game be? What what are the mechanics? What can they be like? Um, and he helped me a lot. And he helped me kind of make tokens and just kind of filled in. And Galway fucking saved my life yesterday by helping create the overlay and the maps and all these things that like I just wasn't going to have time for. And so weirdly for me, just wrapped up in this game, like, and having just played this the last, you know, four, four and a half hours with you all, I am... Just, I just think I, I had so much fun. I hope you all did too. And so that is what gives me hope is when I can be at this point of paralysis and anxiety and just 
feeling like, oh, there's no moving out of this this spot where I'm in, like this, I'm stuck. But then things just moving forward with, with people helping each other and people, me reaching out for help and accepting people's help. And then we get to have just a fun fucking time playing a game tonight. And you all showed up and <laughs> were amazing. <laughs> so yeah, that's me getting gooey. Um, thank you all. That concludes tonight's game of Big Queer Orcs. If you enjoyed this, please follow us. <laughs> Going right into like business announcements. Like, <laughs> business as usual. No emotions here. Uh, you can follow us on Twitch here, where we're simply helpful goat, or subscribe to us here, or um, you can also subscribe to us on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. Um, we are a small, independent game design firm, and we are a community of friends who love games and gaming um so please get in touch um if you'd like to know more about us our streams our company our upcoming projects you can visit helpfulgoat.com follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at helpfulgoat or join our discord using the exclamation point discord command in chat thank you to everyone who played tonight i hope you all had fun i sure did get excited what are you doing? Excitement. Excitement. <laughs> um, thank you also to everyone who tuned in. Uh, everyone for listening. I really hope you enjoyed it. From all of us at Helpful Goat Gaming, we wish you an excellent, pride-filled, and hopeful evening. Good night. Night. Good night, everybody. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs>